Cornette Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Monday, October 17th, 2022. And this is episode number 560. The Big 560. Look at that. The Big 560, folks. We are in a good mood. We are in a great mood. We are in the best of moods. <laughs> we are in the best of moods, Texans fans. We'll get to it. I'll explain why a lot of you know already, I'm sure. It'll be a whole thing. Um, but, jeez, oh, yeah. Yeah! Uh, we got a lot to do, though. Not a lot to get to. Busy show. Busy sports weekend here in uh, the America. And uh, we're going to try to get to all of it in three hours. Now, I had originally planned to um, do the third hour private today. I'm thinking that might happen tomorrow. I'm going to try to get into the habit now of doing one private hour for the Patreon folks, like we used to do, uh, like I'm contractually obligated to do uh, for the Patreon folks. It's always fun. It's always a different kind of loosey-goosey fun hour. Uh, just haven't either had the time or the energy or the, the the desire, I guess, to do it. But we need to get back into the habit of it. So this week we start anew with that. I was going to do it today from the 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock hour. However, one being the fact that we've got so much football to cover. I don't want to lose an hour trying to get through all of the NFL, all of the baseball, all of the college football. And maybe the best news that I've had in seven years as a Texans fan. We got to get to all of it. So what we're going to do is tomorrow's third hour will be a private hour just for the Patreon members only. Uh, so we'll do it then, and maybe we'll do uh, maybe we'll do some fantasy updates during that hour. I don't know. Uh, however, um, I'm so uh, hold on real quick. I'm going to send you a link. We'll spend maybe 10 to 15 minutes. Okay, so I'm going to have Aaron Rabel on today. Uh, Aaron got on my ass about something I guess is a native text and I should know. So uh, we're going to get to it today. Don't let me forget either. I will. I better set an alarm. Um, 4 to 4 30 or so before I leave my office. Uh, let me let me send him a link right now. Hold on. Interviews. Uh, Dad, gum it. Um, here we go. All right. Uh, let me copy this and get this to him. Big dog. Damn it. Why won't this copy? Uh, boy, oh boy, we have a a heck a heck a heck a lot 
to discuss. There was a shit ton of sports this weekend. Uh-oh. Where's my chat message is going? Now my chat is missing. Oh, there it is. So we have we have a plenty uh plenty to do. A packed show. Uh let's get to the chat. Because that's first. That's foremost. CC, I told you you could change that. You only needed to do it for a day, girl. It's you could you go on ahead and change that, girl. I know that's driving you crazy. I know that's making you sick. You don't need to do that no more. Although it sure does look good in the chat. My little window when I see the little hey and ms gigging ems. I love it. J. Cross said, don't forget about table tennis. Bitch, we are not doing no table tennis. We got enough to do without no stupid ass table tennis. All right, let me get this link to Aaron Rabel. All right, here's the link. Uh, hit it up when you are ready. All right. Uh, Podbean is on. I don't even know if it's working. Is there any sound over there? Do we have sound over there? Podbean? Sound? Reyes? I'm looking at the chat. Reyes? Podbean? Sound? Working? <laughs> Who's the man? Not me, because I fucked it up in the first place. Uh, all right, let's say what's up to the chat. If you're new to the program, that is shout out to the chat, not the past tense of shit. Uh, and then we're going to start this show because we have so much to discuss. Oh, shit, I didn't download my slides. it! I guess I got to download my slides real quick. Uh, I guess I can launch that. Heck yeah! yeah heck yeah, I can! Hey, I even heard that. This is great. Everything seems to be working. That means something bad's going to happen. Right? That's what that means. Uh, since everything is working appropriately, probably something really terrible is going to happen. I know I shouldn't think like that, but I think that's what it means. I think that's, uh, I think that's what. Okay, I have a confession to make. I started listening to Tony Robbins. I don't know. We're going to see how this goes. I've always felt like Tony Robbins was like. But uh, someone convinced me to, to listen to it. My buddy Todd did. He's like, you need to check it out. It's super good. So we're going to check it out. All right, let's get to the chat. I see John Dory. Although, John Dory, you're first in my window. That doesn't, and you're first in my heart, John. Doesn't mean you were actually first in the chat, though. Uh, because I can clearly see where Alan Denson said hello at 109. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about the show at 109. Not even thinking about it. But here we are. Uh, so Alan Denson is the greatest deckhead in the history of the world. And once I get that thing fired back up again, I'll be able to play it. But until then, John Dory, what's up? My sweet, sweet Donna was in early. Uh, AJB, Aaron, what's up with these Falcons, fam? I don't understand it, but they're actually playing foosball good. I don't get it. We're going to talk about it, but damn it, you got to be happy. What's up, Keith Sager? Good to see you. Alex Villanueva, how are you, my friend? One Deep is in the building. What's up, One Deep? Jared Taylor is here. What my ass in fantasy. Christopher Reyes, how are you? Uh, FJ is in the building. Sandoval, what's up? Why is this keep clicking like that? Sandoval's here. Hello. Uh, it was good to see FJ and Potch and Robert Likes Beer and his lovely wife. Um, uh, they, they came out to the comedy show again this weekend. Had a grand old time. Although it was awkward. We'll, I'll talk about it. Uh, my wife just found Google Twitch on my credit card statement. <laughs> Jared. <laughs> Are you in trouble, Jared? Are you in trouble? Are you in trouble? Damn it, Jared. What have you done? Oh, shit. Jared's in trouble. D-Mata, what's up, man? Good to see you, buddy. Mark G is here. CC, what's up, girl? Uh, CC showed up. And who else? Shock. What's up, Pimpin'? Shock is here. 
That's good. Terrence is up, man. Well, how are you, buddy? Good to see you. DJ Maddie. Happy Bosses Day. Is it Bosses Day? Guess who's my boss? I don't have one. I don't really have a job. I mean, this is a job, but I don't. Uh, Shock is here. What's up, homie? Good to see you, DJ Maddie. And who else? I got Alex Villanueva. The Beer Man. What's up, Beer Man Greg? Good to see you, buddy. Scott Hansa. Holy shit. What? What? Okay. Damn, we got a Scott Hansa sighting. That's insane, buddy. Good to see you, fam. Welcome back. Uh, who else? Who else? Potch, what's up? Good to see you, buddy. Thank you for coming out. Bringing all them peeps. I hope they had a good time. Uh, Jay Cross is here. What's up, dude? Oh, you got to be so happy about the Phillies. Oh, Jay Cross is... I swear, I just... I, I have this vision of Jay Cross with a sweatpants boner just... Uh, 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 watching baseball. Oh, you got to be so happy, Jay Cross. Congratulations. Sandoval, what's up? I got you already, but I'll say what's up again. Uh, Dre, what's up, pimpin'? Dr. Dre on 290 is here. Nightbot is here, that raggedy bitch. Um, I think this is... Nope, nope, nope. Hold on. Oh, TS Stream, what's up, dude? Good to see you. JP! What's up, JPJ? I am well. I hope you're well, buddy. Thanks for uh, thanks for being here. JPJ Loves Gaming is it. TS Stream is it. That's good. Ivan, what's up, dude? Ivan, I got my Laminator 1000 uh, automated. You're going to love this. It's super cool. Hugh Tex, what's up, Pippin? Good to see you. Flip! Howdy, Flip. Jeff Bell is here. Jeff, you ready for this Monday Night Football game? I think it's going to be an ugly game again. But I think the Broncos have a chance, believe it or not. Chargers are... Weird. Uh, so I think your Broncos actually have a chance. So, um, well, Suzanne, I think that's it. No, not in trouble. Just not allowed to buy shoes this month. <laughs> you got in trubbies. I kind of, I'm kind of that way too, Jared. I ended up looking at like one of my statements. I was like, holy fuck. I have like, you know, cause I try to reciprocate when people subscribe that are also creators doing this out of like Kyle and Josh. And then I subscribe and Nick and fucking thousand. And I'm just like, Holy shit. I got to scale that back some too. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta stick to it. What's up UT Broward. How are you? Uh, I'm leaning chargers, but everyone is on them trap game. I uh, will see. I will pull up the laminator 5,000 at some point. Oh man. TikTok has been ripping the Dodgers fan a new one. Oh, nice. Good. Yeah, man, I'm sorry I didn't do it Thursday night. Um, we'll call it personal reasons, but some shit came up, and it was I, it was just going to be a really not a good stream. Mentally, I wasn't there. There were some things going on that I needed to deal with, so it just it wasn't a good time, so I didn't do it. But we'll be doing it this week, hopefully. I wouldn't say the Chargers are weird. I'd say they're overrated. Oh! You know what? I want to argue with the JP. I want to be like, no, nah, you are pretty accurate. Actually, it's not. It's not a bad take, really. It's not. It's not a bad take. It wasn't a good game, anyways. Thursday, yeah, no shit, Vince. No shit. Welcome in, buddy. Uh, I'm kind of glad I didn't do it. To be honest with you, I was like, after seeing it, I was like, oh, good. Well, we didn't really two weeks in a row of shit, garbage, one touchdown, awful. <laughs> Yeah, I was at Broncos defense is pretty damn good. No, it's really good. It's really good. And if Russ could ever get his shit together in that offense, worst offense right now, Denver or Green Bay? <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. Dub said blame it on Taco Bell. That wasn't even it. That wasn't even it. It was just a whole shebang of a deal. So, um, 
Shocks it as far as Monday Night Football goes, I'm leaning towards an extra three hours of sleep. Butthole. Thursday's game is about to make people cancel their Prime subscriptions. <laughs> That's the They still haven't fixed it. You know what I mean? Like, they still have not fixed Thursday games. Thursday games were bad forever. You think when Amazon dumped a bunch of money into it that the NFL will be like, well, we're going to fix that. We're going to get you good matchups. At least we'll have one good team on per game. No. They're just throwing shit uh, at shit and then calling it good. And it's not. So, um, and two, blame a little bit on the fact that it's a short week. Short week, short rest. That's a tough deal, man. That's a tough deal for the players. They get in that groove, man. And if you talk to them, they don't like the Thursday games. They're used to having Thursday off, Friday off, and Saturday off, and then playing again. Now, granted, they get the 10 days to the next time they play, and maybe some of them even play Monday Night Football so they get an 11th game or whatever, but it throws the rhythm off. It throws everything off. So, um, yeah, I, I partially blame just the, the day of the week. Doesn't matter who it is. Although, we did get a pretty good opener, but that was the opener, right? There was no, like, you know, off days and everything else to get messed up. So Amazon got the DH gate NFL. <laughs> That's hilarious. Bears essentially getting an extra bye week. Okay. So instead of Thursdays, would you like to see a double Monday with an ESPN Amazon split? Oh, damn, UT Broward. That is a really good question. And not, you know what? That's a really good idea. And I would even go as far to say, what if we just went a Sunday night split? I'd be fine with that too. But I kind of, you know, if it means the games are more competitive, even from the shitty teams, right? I mean, but you, so like you look at the Colts, for example. Colts were on Thursday Night Football two weeks ago. They put up what, 12 points? Isn't that what they scored? Let's, let's take a look-see. Let's take a Ganders. Hey, what's up, Joe Kwanzaa? What's up, John Dory, D-Mac, Chris Reyes? Looks like I got things fixed. Um... So let's uh, let's take a look. See, but I think it was twelve points last time. What's up, Wags? Split is less eyeballs on the game. It 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 is, but if you time it right, if you if you do like a West Coast game, or maybe flip flop those West Coast games, right? I mean, like I don't know, um, but I would do something. These games are just terrible, Wags. They're terrible. Amazon wouldn't pay as much for a split audience. Do you think they'd want to pay this much for these games, though? Nobody's going to watch this shit. Like, literally nobody's going to tune in for that garbage. I, I venture to say they would get more viewers. They'd have a better chance at viewers, at least, with a better game. Let's see. Let's just pull up. Uh, here, let's just do this. Thursday. Oh, God, I butchered that night. Oh, my God. Football schedule. Don't look at how I'm typing this chat. She's Louise. She's Louise in a hole. Oh, no, I just made that up. That's stupid. Um, here we go. Here's the Thursday night football schedule. You Reds? You Reds? Chiz out. You Reds? No, I don't want to subscribe. Get out of here. Scram beat it, box. So week one, you had a really competitive, good 24, 27, 27, 24, Game but that's week one. There was no there was no other games going on. There was no rest necessary. You even had 29-17 from, from week two, right? Of of Thursday night football. 
And then you had 27-15. And then you had 12-9. And then you had 12-7. I can only imagine what Saints... I mean, the Cardinals put up nine points on regular fucking rest. What are they going to do on a Thursday? Lay a Lay an egg? That game might be three to nothing with the way shit is going. You got two, two and four teams playing on a Thursday. You think, and, and two teams that really out, unless you live in the area, you don't give a shit about. It's not that I hate the Saints. I'm just like, who cares? They're like the Panthers to me. And that's regional. You know what I mean? Like, so if I'm Amazon, I'm like, yeah, you know, like, what you got going on on Sundays? Uh, you mean, could I get one of those, player? Can a, can a brother get us a... Oh, well, damn. Steelers-Dolphins is going to be rough. How about Monday Night Football? What we got coming up Monday Night Football week seven? Let's go, let's go. Come on, Papa needs a new badge. Oh, fuck. Bears-Patriots. Jesus, next week is bad. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can we, like... Why can't they just do something about this? What's the network games? Just do something about it already. Was it week week four, week five, week six? This is bad. This is bad. Here's the schedule. Let's see. Uh, what's today? Let's go to Sunday. That'd be the 23rd. What the? What is this? Oh, that's the NFL Network schedule. I want the actual NFL schedule. You big dumb jerks. So, I mean, from the looks at it, Thursday night, Sunday night, and Monday night is pretty bad. So that sucks. Um, but I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be rough. Uh, you're saying Thursday, Sunday, Monday nights are free next week? Yeah, kind of. I mean, like, I don't even really want to sidecast that garbage, but uh, I guess I'm contractually ob- no, I'm not contractually obligated, but, you know, daddy's trying to do this new thing. So, yeah, it's it's ugly, man. It's ugly. So, uh, I don't know. J-Cross, East Coast is the best coast. Ah! East Coast is crowded and has a lot of rats. So there's that. I mean, West Coast is is uh, earthquakes and and big titties. Big. I mean, I know Jersey has titties, but you know that's usually like the Italians and the chicks. So, mm. Katrina made the Saints a national team. Saints fans are everywhere now. <laughs> you wish. I mean, I I understand what you're saying. Saints fans are everywhere now, but a lot of people don't care about the Saints. It's not, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people are apathetic, I should say, to the Saints. Not that they, you know, I mean, look, if the Saints are on, I'll watch it, you know, Thursday night, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to see what's what. I'll talk about the Saints, but I mean, the Cardinals is the same thing. I'm apathetic. The only reason I have any interest in the Cardinals is all the former Texans that went there. There's just, there's just some, I mean, the Texans are a team that people are apathetic about. No one gives a shit about them. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it, there's just a, there's some teams that everybody's interested in. It's usually the teams have to be really good when the saints and drew Brees and Sean Payton were around. It was a little more interesting to talk saints and, and they were more relevant, but if they're not winning like that, the saints aren't a team that 
similar to, you know, the wherever Tom Brady goes and the Cowboys and uh, I, I mean, not even the Patriots anymore. There's like three teams maybe that people just generally are interested in. Uh, oh, I can tell they don't care because their games are 12 o'clock kickoffs. I mean, that's the Texans too. That's just the, that's just the, the way it goes though. I'm uh, going to have Kanye back out there going, the NFL doesn't care about the Saints fans. <laughs> that was probably true. Uh, all right, let's do some sports headlines. Let's talk sports headlines and then get into this week that was in the NFL, Major League Baseball, and college football. Let's do all of it. Oh, shit. Hold on. I didn't add my slides. Son of a... I'm so bad. I'm so naughty. Oh, Papa, you're so naughty. I know. What was that? Hello. Hello. Oh, shit. A drug at a... It's plugged in. I had to do some rearranging of my office so that I could watch the Astros game. And I had to move some equipment around. And um, long story short, I have a map drive to a laptop that's not plugged in. And I accidentally just drug something that I needed to put into this vMix software over the map drive, which makes the computer think, oh, you're looking for the map drive. Let me go find it. And now it'll just fucking sit here for four hours. Hey, but I hope your day's going good. Uh, update on the armadillo. That armadillo is an asshole. I put a, a, listen, look at this shit. Did I show you guys this? Did this happen? When did this happen? What day was this? Um, what day? That was Saturday. Let me just send you, let me just email this to myself, this son of a bitch. So, 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 uh, if you don't know, I, I have an armadillo in my backyard. Windows can't access. Bitch, I don't care. I wasn't even trying to get there, fella. I just want to add this to my cut. Dinked. Thank you. Shit. Oh, this is so weird now. This is so weird. Um, anyway, anyways, um, what has happened? This is all just gone to shit. Why me? Why me? Sweet paper Jesus, why me? Oh my God. I gotta fix that. That's not good. Um, what is that? What is happening to my life right now? Uh, anyways, I tried to catch the armadillo. I put some... Um, I laid a trap. And I'll show you here. Hold on. Uh, here we go. Boop, boop, boop. I got to email those to myself. And then I can show you guys what this godforsaken armadillo has done to my life. Save the Dillo. You shut up. You shut up. What's up, Extended Toenail? Always a good day to tighten up. Stop it. Uh, Saturday night, everyone became Vols fans. Mm. Yeah, CeCe's like, mm, not everyone. <laughs> Mark said, let's talk about the elephant in the room. What? What is the elephant in the room? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get to it. Hold on. Let me, uh, let me do this. By the way, I got to say thank you uh, to Ivan. For resubscribing for eight months now. And Christopher Reyes. 
Also resubscribed for seven months now. And this message was Cowboy Suck. Let's fucking go. And uh, also about Apollo 97. Thank you for the follow three days ago. Appreciate that. Appreciate you. Uh, okay, here's the here's the photos. This this is boy, this this makes me so angry. For those of you um that didn't know. I This is not really cooperating. None of this ever works right. Like it's supposed to. Of course not. Of course not. Okay, fine. Shit, finally. Um, I have an armadillo in my um in in my room. In in my in my yard. In my room. Really? In my room? Really? Really? And this armadillo. Is I'll just go roll with this. Fuck, I I don't care. It doesn't. It's not perfect. This is what happened. So I, I I see him. The light goes off. The motion detector light goes off in the backyard, and I'm like, oh shit, armadillo's out. Time to go get him, right? So I go uh to a, to chase him, and he runs off. And I thought, you know what? And I was trying to like they they don't see good and they don't hear good, but if you get close enough, they scamper and they're quick. He's agile. You know what I mean? Like. He's like a, he's the, he's the, he's the, the white slot receiver of animals. You know what I mean? Like he's not, he's not the quickest guy, you know, he's a good route runner. He's not going to, you know, you you can, he's not going to run away from you in the open field, but if you don't cover him right, he, he runs a good route and he gets open. So, um, but he, he got away. So I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put some some cat food on a plate because Dez, a- ATX Hobo Girl, said to use bananas or cat food. Banana, old banana peels or cat food. So I, I, I did. I put, um, I put some, I put some banana, I mean, I put some cat food uh, on this plate that you see right here. And... I put that plate in the back. It's not where, where you see where it is. That's not where it was. I put it on the other side of the trip bar, that metal bar that you see on the floor. When the animal walks in and steps on that, bam, the cage door closes behind it and it's trapped. Now the, the plate admittedly is pretty big and I put it uh, in, in the far back so that the armadillo would have to walk all the way in at least. But I feel like it was, not deep enough and maybe he's bigger than I anticipated because somehow this is how the trap was when I walked out Saturday morning how in the fuck is the door set how is the door shut the trap is is set there's no animal inside the trap there's no there's no armadillo there's no rabbit I the first time I put it out I caught a rabbit just randomly there's no armadillo, there's no rabbit, there's no raccoon, there's no rat, there's no, there's nothing in the trap. There's no cat food in the trap. How in the, the all-fired wild armadillo fuck did whatever this is get in the trap, eat the cat food, leave the trap, f- trigger the door, and not get caught? 
It's the damnedest thing. Steven said, time to dynamite the yard. Yeah. Oh, Catfish, you might be onto something here. Catfish says it was a two-man job. One held the door open. The other one got all the food. And he packed it and put it in his little armadillo pockets. Ran out and split it. Yeah, and that's the other thing. The, the plate was on the other side. Now, that is probably, I, I think I moved it some, but... I don't I don't know. I don't know how this I don't know how this happened. <sighs> so now I've got a, I told Nora, I was like, hey, can I have a bowl? I just I just need like a little small bowl. I'm gonna put some cat food in it and I'm gonna put it in the far back corner. Uh um, preferably she's like, You're not using a bowl? I was like, I mean it'll go in the dishwasher. She's like, Absolutely not. I was like, What do you I'll put it in the dishwasher. I'll wash it and then put it in the dishwasher. She was like, No. So now I got to go buy a bowl just for an armadillo, just for an armadillo. Jerry said, this is like your bugs money. <laughs> Say, what's up, Jerry? Good to see you, sweetie. Yeah, it's it's killing me. It is absolutely killing me. It's killing. All right, what's up, mom? She said one of his friends held the door while he while got the food. I don't know, but it's it's driving me insane. And now, and now, so what? yesterday I treated for grubs because that's their food source. So yesterday I put out Grub Killer, and uh, it's a 24-hour Grub Killer, so hopefully it starts to work by tonight. I don't know. Zip tie the can of cat food to the back of the cage. They won't be able to move the can and trap themselves while trying to move it. <gasps> DJ Maddie, you're a genius. Also, I heard you had one in your house. Look, I'm mad I have an armadillo in my yard. Oh, they're not cute, Cherry. First of all, no, Crystal, you weren't first. First of all, they're not cute. They carry listeria and um, uh, leprosy and impintigo and low T. They, yeah, they spread a lot of diseases. They spread low T if you touch one. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Oh, you had a raccoon in your yard. Oh, or in your house. That's awesome. That's was it like a pet, Maddie? I mean, you do live in Beaumont or, or near Viter, so I. I mean, it's very possible that you would just have a raccoon as a pet. You would just be like, "Hey, this is my dog, Coon. Uh, he's a. It's a rack dog. It's a dog. I don't know. It's a." <laughs> I just feel like I feel like Maddie. We just have a have a raccoon as a pet. Just like, well, fuck it. You live here now. Uh, Cherry said, yeah, but hot people spread diseases too. They're so hot. <laughs> That's a great point, Cherry. That's a great point. That is a great point. Uh, Mark said listeria sounds like a gum and mouth disease. Yeah, well, I mean, you can cure it with Listerine, but still. That's, yeah. Um, that's more of cut and shoot. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Percy the Possum and Rocky the Raccoon. Nice, DJ Maddie, you country ass. I feel like I feel like if I saw DJ Maddie not at a show, which is where I met him in person for the first time, I feel like DJ Maddie just walks around the, the trailer park in overalls with no shirt on, titty meat hanging out the side, just disgusting. You know what I mean? With a Schlitz in one hand and a Kent three one hundred in the other, just, just awful. What's up, Jesus? Good to see you, buddy. We're just talking about how, how cute DJ Maddie is. What a catch he is. What's up, Christy? This new, uh, this my new wife, Rack Attack. 
All right. Uh, so that's my update on the armadillo sitch. Uh, also, I have to say thank you to a group of people who were kind enough to send me a um, $5 Friday on a Thursday, I guess we could call it that. It's, uh, I can't even get into my PayPal. This is terrible. How am I supposed to handle all this? Uh, Alex Villanueva sent me one October 13th. This was on Thursday. He said, have fun with mom at the game. Buy her some popcorn with this. Don't be cheap. And I just saw that. Uh, I just saw have fun with mom at the game dot dot dot. And I was like, oh, that's sweet of him. So he sent me a $10 thankful Thursday. And I didn't realize it said buy her some popcorn. I did not buy Jenny any popcorn. Um, I, I But I do need to tell you guys about Wanda, the real MVP of the game. And we'll get to that story and you don't want to miss it. I, I made a whole bunch of notes uh, during the game. Uh, where did it go? Where did my notes go? Oh, yeah, here you go. This this is how much notes I made during the Astros game that we need to talk about all of them, okay? So we'll get to all that, I promise. There's stories involved with most of them. You won't want to miss that. Um, If you like my stories. If you don't like my stories, you might want to miss it. Uh, so uh, did I say what's up to Jesus? I think I did. We had a pet raccoon at a bar I used to work at, and yeah, it was in East Montgomery County. Of course. Of course. So we're going to talk about the stories from the game on Thursday. One more time. Shout out to Dr. Dre on 290 for being the man. Holy shit, Dre. We had the best time. Um, just uh, unbelievable, dude. Unbelievable. Thank you so much for that. Excuse me. Jenny, his mom, and I had the best time at the game. So thank you for, for that. Uh, I know she loved it, and I had a great time. So we appreciate that. Um, for real. But I do have stories. I have Wanda, the real MVP. Um, and then just a whole bunch of shit that went down all the way around. So we gotta get to that. We got we got headlines. I I'm kind of mad because so my 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 um my headline template is jacked up i don't know what happened to it i don't know what happened it wasn't supposed to be this way uh but it is jacked up so <clears throat> it doesn't make me happy y'all know i don't like it i don't like it uh i'm back you can rewind the show for what i missed oh sure yep 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 hey what's up welcome to the program uh got a lot to get to today doing that <sighs> although I I'm so angry what in the all fired fuck happened mm, I'm so mad I had a nice pretty um, headlines design and it's just gone it's just it's shit the bed what, uh, uh, Dre's Astros aren't going to allow you to renew. Oh. <laughs> we acted like perfect ladies and gentlemen, so you have nothing to fear, Dre. We didn't make you look bad in your season tickets. I don't know what the hell is going on with my stupid headlines. Hold on, guys. I got to get this figured out real quick. Just give me one second. Why? Why are you being a dick about this headline thing? 
Oh, I think I know now. No, that's not it. Yeah, I have no idea, guys. This is all fucked up. <laughs> oh, I'm so angry now. Oh, I'm so angry. Um. Well, we'll just roll with this today. It's not what it should be, but we'll do it. Let's go. Here's your sports headlines for the day. <laughs> oh my God! You guys! What? Yes! Woo! Come on! Look at it! Look at look at it! Look at look at it right there! Look at it! Look at that! The most punchable face in football no longer works for the Texans. Are you shitting me? You! Come on! That's a shot. We're just doing a shot. I'm doing a shot. I'm doing a shot. Now, look, I'm not normally a guy. Hey, uh, DJ Maddie, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. I'm not normally a guy that would root for another man to lose his job, especially having been let go from radio and TV and Halliburton and everything else. Alan, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. However, the fact that Jack Easterby is out with the Texans makes me the happiest man on the fucking planet. I can finally come back and be a fan, a full-fledged, real-ass fan. I hated Jack Easterby. I still hate Jack Easterby. One fish, two fish, blue fish, red fish, fuck you fish. Jack Easterby is an asshole. Listen, I'm going to tell you something right now. Hey, uh, we now we're doing a hype train. I'm trying to do the goddamn headlines. About to go into a rant, and you guys are trying to make me make money right now. Fine with me. Listen, I don't give a shit. I don't, we can come back to that later. I, I don't give a good goddamn. I'm not. Uh, hold on. Where's my main at? There we go. Fire this up. We are in a hype train, people. <laughs> Let's go. Donna, thank you for the 45 bits, sweetie. Jared, thank you for the 100 bits. Joe, thank you for the 69. I like you. Uh, appreciate you guys. We're level one of a hype train, and I'll just do this shot double for y'all then. This is for Jack Easterby getting fired. That's a good day. And this is for the hype train. Thank you, guys. Love you guys. Cheers. Mm-mm-mm. Ah, that is the best tasting shot. The Jack Easterby got fired shot is the best tasting shot ever. Ever. Ever, ever. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. Um, so let's, let's, let's talk about it. Let's let's chat about it. Um, the Texans firing Jack Easterby or him not being there. I don't even know how it is. I don't know how it went down, uh, whether he got fired, whether he quit. It doesn't matter at this point. The fact that he's gone, that that's all I care about. 
So the fact that Jack Easterby is no longer in the Texans organization, that just simply means that a lot of us fans can come back to being fans of a poorly run organization. That look, there are a lot of poorly run organizations out there. Okay. There are a lot of there are a lot of organizations where the fan base doesn't like ownership, doesn't like what's going on with the team. But when you know you have a a a pariah, when you know you have um a a person in the front office who is not um not in good uh, doesn't have a good connection with the team or with the players. I mean, he's basically just there as a puppet for the owner. It makes it difficult to root for that team. And 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 Jack Easterby, and, and yes, I'm wearing my Fire Easterby shirt. Jack Easterby is a... Um, it, it, Jack, I mean... The way I see it, Jack Easterby was like one of the commanders in The Handmaid's Tale. I mean, praise be. Under his eye, this team was running into the ground. This, this is what I believe. I think that uh, a lot of these players were handmaids, and Jack Easterby was a commander, and he was just doing awful shit to the players and the team, and he had everybody fooled. I don't know. I, I, the thrill that I have is, is only, only tempered, only suppressed, knowing we still have an incompetent owner. Uh, there is something in me that says this was not Cal doing this. This was finally Nick Casario going, listen, you've got to get rid of this dude. He's a boob. He's an idiot. He's a moron. He doesn't know what he's doing. Just because he's close to Jesus and you want to be close to Jesus, and this is not it. Bro, just go to church. Fuck. Just be friends with Joel Osteen. I don't know what to tell you, but this guy is not should not be running a football franchise. He should not be in the position that he's in. But it is happy times and happy days for this organization. Now, am I stupid enough to think that the Texans are going to go rattle off 15 wins in a row or some shit? No, they're still a terrible organization. They're still a bad football team right now. That's okay. They're in the middle of a rebuild. Remember, excuse me, as Astros fans, we faded 300 lost seasons in a row. Get ready for, you know, two or three or four. 12, 14 lost seasons in a row. Okay, fine. As long as they're smart with the rebuild. Nick Asario hasn't done anything that makes me think he's a complete idiot. Like Bill O'Brien, like Jack Easterby, like Cal McNair. There's some things where you question it, but that's always going to be GMs. I mean, you're always going to question. But this organization, as of 2.58 p.m., on Monday, October 17th, is better off now than they were before when Jack Easterby was still employed by the Houston Texans. This organization is better now that he's gone. Period. End of story. This is a happy day. This is a happy, happy day, and, and we should all celebrate. So uh, I had a kind of a run. The hype train kind of fucked me up. I wanted that to be better. The hype train kind of, it, it fucked it up. I had a whole thing planned, and then it, I got off my. So, sometimes, you know, it happens. Um, and thank you for the hype train. It completed no subs, 414 bits. Thank you, guys. 
Uh, thank God in Greyhound he's gone. Yeah, that's the what's up, Rudy Rod? Oh, you got a new little uh um picture there. That's good. Erroneous Super Bowl bounce. No negative. So Casario did to Jack what Jack did to Obi. I don't know that that's the case, Alex. I mean, I don't know. Um, but I I certainly think that Casario had a hand in this. <laughs> and I think people were finally like, man, he's you know, if Bob doesn't listen. Now he's never going to. Uh, I don't know what drove this. I hope that, you know, for whatever reason, um, I'd like to know what the reason is. I doubt we'll ever get the truth of the matter. Um, Potch said Lance was saying Eastby was begging people to write a puff piece about him so that he can get some good pub. Man, fuck that dude. Seriously. He is a, uh, he's a garbage person. You know what I mean? Like, oh, will you write a puff piece about me so I can get good pub and get another job? No, bitch, because you're terrible at your job. Go back to being some fake-ass camp counselor, you fucking weirdo. You don't belong in the NFL. You're a fucking character coach. You know what that means? You're a goddamn, you're, you're, a, you're, a, you're a, a, a motivational speaker that gets to go out and take snaps with the first team. You shouldn't even be allowed on the fucking field. Fuck your puff piece. Fuck your feelings. Just an awful person. I watched his fucking stand up and I never, I, I couldn't recover from that. Even as bad as he was for this team, people in the organization fucking hated him. I mean, he would walk in a room and it would empty. This is true. I'm just telling you what people told me about what went on inside the walls at the Houston Texans. This guy would walk in a room. Be all, hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> and the fucking room would empty. And it would be one of those things where if he was like, oh, I'm with the offensive line, he'd be like, howdy, partner. And then be like, I'm going to go hang with the DBs. He'd be like, what's up, fam? Like, it switched. It was like, bro, you're so fucking fake. You're just an awful person, Jack. Just fuck that dude. I mean, fuck that dude with every, every fiber in my being. Fuck Jack Easterby. I'm glad he got fired. I hope it was a firing. I hope he didn't just step down and leave. I hope he got fired. I hope, and I hope it was like the walk of shame. I hope that, I hope that he had, when he had to walk out, he had a box and there was like a crucifix in there and a Bible and a fucking picture of a cat with a hanging on to a, a yarn and just says, hang in there. <laughs> and he had a fucking Dr. Seuss book and a how to write stand up comedy for dummies and a, how to run an NFL franchise for dummies. And, and I hope as he walked out, everybody just st stood there laughing and clapping. <laughs> Bye bitch. <laughs> I'm serious. I hope that they fucking, I hope people were honking and there was ticker tape parades and there was fucking high fives. We've all worked with that one dude or that one chick, right? The Tammy in accounting that nobody can fucking stand. She just, everything's about her and everything's about her problems. And oh my God, she one ups you no matter what. Oh, you've got that? Well, we got one too, but we got ours before you. That's Jack. That's Jack Easterby. Jack Easterby is Tammy in accounting. Everyone hates this dude. So yeah, I don't mind being team fuck off. I'm glad you're fired. Fuck that dude. <sighs> Scattered like roaches when the lights turn on. What? Uh, somebody that slick already had everything packed. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I hope so. I just, uh, nothing about that dude 
nothing about anything I've ever heard from people that know him and worked with him. Because I'm not just making up shit. I'm not just like, oh, this is what I think is going on. No, I'm telling you what people have told me that have been inside the organization. I'm telling you what people have told me that have sources inside the organization. Employees inside the organization. Not even football players, but front office personnel. And football players. But front office personnel that worked there, they were like, this is fucking awful, and it's all because of him. Uh, Ivan said, Jalen Strong, former wide receiver, said, watch how quickly things turn around. He was the start of Texans' downfall. That, exactly. And we all know it. Everybody knows it. Like, literally everybody knew it and knows it except for Cal. And whether it was just his love of Jesus and Jack, I don't know. But I'm glad he is gone. And I, again, I wouldn't just sit here and openly root for a man to lose his job. Except this one. Fuck him. There's a few others. Mostly politicians. I'm just glad this dude is gone. He, he's, he's a garbage person when it comes to the NFL and maybe just people in general. So fuck him. Bye. Bye, bitch. <laughs> nice, Potch. I hit him up. Uh, oh, is that what that's called? Amos code switching. It's funny. He's the equate Tony Robbins. I am listening to Tony, by the way. I just started the get the edge. We'll see how this goes. See how it goes. Astros move on. Easter be fired. Dodgers eliminated and KPJ extended. Yeah. It's hot in here. That little got me a little worked up. I got a little excited. I mean, when I saw that at eight 30 this morning, I don't usually get a boner that early in the morning, but I was hard as a rock. I'm not going to lie. I was just like, oh, my God, thank you. Thank you, football. Thank you, football Jesus. Thank you to the football gods for getting rid of this fucking moron. So glad he's gone. So that's the big headline. That's the big deal. That's the big ringy dingy. Jack Easterby out. Finally. Uh, The Titans, if you didn't hear. The Titans and the city of Nashville have reached a deal for a domed $2.2 billion stadium to be built there to keep the Titans in Nashville. Uh, let me see if I have, um, what was the, what's the contract terms? Let's see if I have that. Mm, two, nope. That was 25 years ago, 800 million, 500 million. So it says that the uh, Titans ownership reportedly agreed to put up 800 million to help fund the project. And it'll also be funded by 500 million uh, investment by the state. That's amazing to me, by the way. Can we just talk for just, let's just all be rational thinking adults for one second. Let's, let's think about this for a second. There was a state, there are, at least 30 some states. Well, maybe not because there's, you know, multiple teams in one state. But there are states in this country who are willing to put up a half of a billion dollars so that a bunch of millionaires who are uh, uh, owned and controlled by a billionaire can play a game. $500 million. And the stadium they're in, which probably cost the, the state $200 million at the time. 
I'd be interested to see what the original stadium was cost the state. Let's assume it was at least half. So let's go two fifty. So you're at three quarters of a billion dollars. Man, we waste a lot of money as a society. It's fucking stupid. And I know some of you in the chat are going to be like, well, but you think about it, it brings in revenue because then they tax rent cars and hotels so when people go there and they might get a Super Bowl, whoop de fuck I mean, they got a stadium. Well, if you want them to stay, well, okay. Well, first of all, fuck the Titans too. I hope Jack Easterby goes, works for the Titans and runs that organization. Sorry, Titan, you go. Sorry, extended toenail. I do. If there's, any, if there's one team that needs to hire... Jack Easterby, it's the Titans, so he can ruin them. Because I'll never forgive that organization for leaving this city when they were the Oilers. And how it went down. And why. And it was because the city of Houston didn't want to spend money for Bud Adams to... It's just stupid. But that's just that... I mean, this is me on my soapbox for a half a minute. It's amazing to me. And that's the other thing, Rudy. And they only play 10 games a year in there. Yeah, it's used... Nine to 12 weeks a year for the intended purpose of football. What's up, Nick? You spend a half a billion dollars on a stadium that gets used. We'll say, you know, you get what? One to two preseason games. Maybe they make a playoff, make a deep run, go too deep or so whatever, assuming they get on field. So we'll call it, you know, nine to, well, at least 10. At least 10 games a year, up to 13, 14. That's bad. That's bad. And I don't know what football brings in um, revenue-wise for a state. I really don't. I don't know what a football team brings in for a state. I can't imagine that they get their half half billion dollars back pretty quick. Uh, Jackie's speech at the church was so funny. Oh, fuck you, Nick. Fuck you. I don't want to allow them to use it in the stadium for more than way more than football. Okay. But still, it's just in general, dude, it's such a huge waste of time. It really is. I mean, it's a huge waste of money, not time. It's just a disgusting waste of money. But it's the society we live in, so. Uh, for those of you that didn't hear, Christian McCaffrey could be on the trading blocks. At least, at the very least, the Panthers are entertaining offers uh, for Christian McCaffrey. No deal imminent. Nothing looks like it's going to be um, coming down the pipe in the next week or two. Uh, only because right now, as of right now, there's been no serious offer made. And the asking price is, as you can imagine... For a guy that what a thousand that went a thousand thousand one year, the asking price for a guy like that is going to be ginormous, and it is. Um, let me see. I'm going to pull up the article, and they may have listed it. Oh, what the hell? That's not it. That's not it. That was the one where Steve Wilkes got. Uh, kicked out Robbie Anderson. Oh, did y'all see that? Robbie Anderson got kicked out of the game because he wouldn't go in. And he was like, oh, that wasn't me. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry. It's not because he wouldn't go in. He was arguing with his position coach. And they were like, uh-uh, player, you, you don't get to argue with the position coach. And they sent him to the locker room. Pretty crazy. That 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 whole organization is in disarray right now. 
Uh, cards trade for Anderson after Brown injury. What? So Robbie Anderson has been traded. The Arizona Cardinals have traded for the Panthers. Robbie Anderson after Marquise Brown got injured, which I do have the injury report. We'll show that as well. So there you go. Just just talking about Robbie Anderson getting sent to the... Um, maybe that's why he got sent. He just didn't know. But mid-game, they sent him to the locker room. Maybe he had been traded. They were like, hey, get out of here. Uh, but no, it was after... Um, uh, Hollywood Brown got injured, and so we'll and might miss the rest of the season. We'll get to injuries here in just a second. I was trying to see. Okay, where is the damn? What does the goddamn line say, Tony? Let's see. Home. Still nothing. Okay. Well, I don't know what I did with the link, uh, but I was trying to see what they were asking for McCaffrey. There was nothing specific that came down. Here we go. Should the Panthers trade McCaffrey? Um, a source close to it is unlikely without a team giving up something substantial like a first-round pick. McCaffrey is the most valuable trade prospect the Panthers have right now. I don't, I don't know. I mean, a first-round pick is, seems like a lot. It just depends on how many games you think you're going to get out of Christian McCaffrey. Or do you think that he's done? I mean, the dude is 26. That's not young in running back years. It's not young and running back years. Yeah, Bills or Eagles are two teams that have been mentioned. Um, let's see his stats real quick. He's played in 16 games his first three years in the league. And then he's been injury riddled. And and this was my concern from the get-go was that he wasn't going to be able to stay healthy because he's such a small dude. But the first three years, he kind of proved me wrong. He played in all 16 games for three straight years. But then now he played in three and in seven, and then this year now he's played in six games. Uh, he's just not, you know. I mean, he's, he's right on his career average of 4.6. Uh, averaging 8.4 yards a game receiving. I mean, he still has value if if and when he plays. But that's got to be the concern about trading a first-round pick for the dude. Is he going to be healthy? It's a scary proposition. Um, imagine him going to the Bills. That'd be ugly, man. Jeez Louise. But you think about it, too. I mean, the, the Panthers are probably going to want a, a pick – I mean, sure, they would love to get any first-round pick, even if it is the Bills who might win the Super Bowl and you'd be picking 30, 32. But there might be a team. I don't know. Let's 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 look at it. Um, what team out there is like, boy, we really could, if we are just a, a dominant rusher receiver out of the backfield away. Um. Not the Giants and Saquon. I mean, the Eagles might be that team. Um, I don't think he helps the Packers. Vikings are an interesting option. Um, the Brady and the Bucks, just because they, you know, they want to stockpile. I don't think the Niners or the Seahawks are in any position, but you kind of like the idea. Not the Cardinals. Rams are cash strapped as it is. Falcons, Pants, or Saints. 
Not the Lions or the Bears or the Commanders. Mm, I don't know. Like, if you're the Jets, do you rock the boat? You kind of like the chemistry a little bit. What's up, McLovin? Um, Dolphins, no. Bills, I mean, the do the Bills really need to give up anything for Christian McCaffrey? I don't think they do. Ravens, uh, no. Bengals, Browns, Steelers, Texas Colts, Jags, Titans. Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers. Chargers have Eckler. Chiefs? Uh, I mean, I get. Yeah, it's like there's not a ton of teams that it would make a, a ton of sense to do the move with. Right now, I say um, I don't I don't know that the Bills need to do that. I don't know that they need to do that. So I might just go. I mean, I can see the Jets doing something dumb like that, right? That's such a Jets thing to do or the Browns, but the Jets. Um, I don't know that you need to do anything. If you're the Eagles, don't rock the boat, right? Cowboys don't need to do that. Giants, yeah, I I mean, my my best guess right now is Jets, Vikings, as far as need, not maybe who's who's actually pursuing it, just need wise. Jets, Vikings, uh, the Bucks. I mean, you Leonard Fournette, your guy. You'd be better off. Um, maybe the boy. Could you imagine having two multifaceted guys if you're the Niners? I mean, the Cardinals could probably use some juice there. Raiders and Chiefs and Chargers have Eckler, though. So, I mean, there's not a ton of teams, I think, looking for a guy like Christian McCaffrey. Uh, it, if you're in win-now mode, then go after C-Mac. But next year's class of free agent running backs is stacked. What's up, get the tables? Good to see you, man. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah, the Ravens, that's a, that's a good one, too, right? I think the Ravens might make some sense. It's got to be a pretty short list, though, I feel like. So, yeah, I'm going to go. I mean, obviously, I think Bills and Eagles and Chiefs, just because they're front runners, everybody assumes that. But I don't know that you need to yet. So that's why I say I'll go Jets. Um, Ravens. Vikings. Uh, boy, the Jags could do worse. Uh, I don't think the Bucks would do it, but they they might. I don't know. I don't know how they would make the cap work. Chiefs, just because they're front runners, and I'll say, I, I'll throw the Cardinals in there, and the Niners. Why not? Um. Donald said, ask me anything about anything. Did you forget Aaron? No, he's joining in the 4 o'clock hour. I messaged him. I texted him the link. So he's going to join in the 4 o'clock hour. But I'm glad you said that because right now we've got to get to uh, Jenny's mom here. But here's one last um, headline for you that I, I got done. Uh, the Cowboys and Dak Prescott, or the Cowboys are saying, and Dak Prescott's saying that they're looking at a return of week seven, and that's against Detroit. And oh, how convenient that it comes on the heels of their first loss with Cooper Rush. 
and he looked bad, and he looked like a backup quarterback. So not a surprise. I think that the Cowboys were just in wait and see mode. Hey, if Dak can sit, if they continue to win, man, let Dak rest as long as he needs to. He's ninety nine point nine 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 percent healthy. Hey, buddy, get one hundred and three percent. Take another week, right? But that first loss, it's like, okay, that's enough bullshit. We definitely don't need to lose any more ground in the division to the Eagles. We already dropped one division game to them. We got to get Dak back and, and take this serious and hope we can catch him in the L column somewhere and get him at home. So uh, probably time. Not a shock if you pay attention at all uh, to see Dak coming back. All right. It is time. It is time. It is time for one of my favorite times of the year. Uh, Jenny, I'm sorry I made you wait so long. <laughs> Joining me on the program hey, right now, no like problem. she does, uh, Jenny's mom is here. Mother, how are you? I'm great. Are you? I, I am. Is I it saw the Astros? That, that, oh my gosh, yes. Well, it's kind of a dry weekend for my football teams. Nobody was playing. I mean, not U of H, not Texans. You know. Yeah. But did you watch the six and a half, whole six and a half hours of that game? Let me tell <laughs> you what. I can't imagine that you did. Um, well, I did. But I didn't have a choice because, so I started off watching the game here at home, and I had a comedy show at Hop Scholar a Saturday night. Yeah, right. So I was like, well, thankfully, though, you know, it, it, it won't, it, it's not during the Astros game, so we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> well. Well. I didn't, I didn't realize they were going to play two games in one. Can you believe it? So but these sons to- of bitches, I show up to uh, Hop Scholar at 7 o'clock. The game started at what, 340, 320? 320, yeah, something like that. Yeah. I show up to Hop Scholar at 7 o'clock, and the, obviously the game is still going. And I'm like, eh. And, and it just keeps going. I, I mean, we're supposed to start at 8. It's 7. <laughs> We get to 7.50, and I'm like, well, shit, I guess we're going to have to put this off because, we, you know, it's it wasn't a sellout like I had hoped, uh, but we had a nice crowd there, and I was like, well, I don't want to turn off this game and piss everybody off. Oh, no. So now, so now I'm like, well, surely somebody will get a run. Win or lose, I don't give a shit. Let's just get the comedy show started. We get to 9 o'clock. We're supposed to start at 8 o'clock. <laughs> we get to 9 o'clock, and I'm like, all right, folks, here's the deal. Fuck it. We've got to do this. Um, I, I said, and, and I never do this on a comedy show, but I was like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to turn the sound down. I'm going to leave the TVs on. You guys can continue watching, and if they score and something happens during any of our sets, the comics will just roll with it, whatever. Um, and But we got to start this comedy show. It's, it was by the time I said, we're going to give them one more inning. And then uh, and that was the 17th inning. I was like, and then we're going to start. Oh, it was? <laughs> So the 17th inning ends. I'm like, all right, we're starting the show. It's like 9, 10. I go on stage and I'm like, all right, so here we go. And we start. And uh, sure enough, like first, maybe two minutes into my set, Jeremy Pena hits the home run and the place is going nuts. And I'm I'm I on know. stage. So I'm like, well, fuck it. And uh, we, made the, we made the best of it. But, you know, there were people that were there that didn't even want to watch baseball. They didn't give a fuck. They were just there for comedy. I know. And now everybody's drunk and exhausted. And the show hadn't even started impatient. yet. I mean, I like, we started at 9.10, and normally the show's done by 9.30. So, it was a long night. Uh, well, it was a really long night. Just before Pena came up to bat, I mean, we'd been sitting there for six hours. I was like, 
God. Finally, I told Paul, okay, I stood up from the couch and I said, I'm going to go to the bathroom so Pena will hit a home run and end this thing. How funny. So I went to the bathroom and all of a sudden I heard Paul screaming and I thought, he's making fun of me, that shit. And I went in there and went, real funny, Paul. He goes, no, no, he hit a home run. Like You're like, yeah, said, right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, sure. How and then I funny. walked around to the TV and he, you know, he, he rewound He's it. He's around the went, bases. Oh, my God, I'm psychic. How funny. <laughs> I know it was fun. It was so much fun. And the game was so fun. Dr. Dre, thank you so much for the tickets. We had we had such a good time. There were some funny moments in there with uh, people around us, but oh uh, God. well let's the just start let's just let's just recap our day because I made a bunch of notes, Jenny. I don't know if you know this or not, but uh when I do shit like this, I make notes. First things first, uh I, the fact that parking is sixty to a hundred dollars is it's a yeah, that's a goddamn travesty uh of humanity yeah, but you missed one part you missed the part where you were late <laughs> oh yeah well we don't give a shit about I that Jimmy. I, had, I had to let the deckheads know you were supposed to be at my house at one and you got here at 20 to two okay no one gives a we shit still made the first pitch yeah yeah well yeah by that? one minute we sat down at 236 <laughs> and first pitch was 237 yeah no one cares that's about that right. Listen, we you you were kind enough to pay sixty dollars for parking. Yeah, I don't know. Ridiculous. I don't understand how they can get away with this. It, and it, remember, the, the, we passed lots that were a hundred. Who would pay a hundred dollars to park three hours? Rich people, I guess. I guess not me. I mean, <laughs> sixty is a whole lot of money. But it was yeah, just it it, that that was one part of it. And then um we get we get in. It. Uh oh yeah, I guess. I mean that's still that's still highway robbery. That's still highway robbery. By the way, fuck everybody in the chat that's like Barry late? No way. See, see what you did? <laughs> I knew that's I knew that. Oh, you think that's funny? Like everybody that. thinks this is funny, right? Okay. <laughs> I just want to invite all of you, including I you, Bob, to, to jump up my there. butt and fight for air, okay? <laughs> you people knew the struggle that I had on a daily basis. I know, honey. I Don't know. start I that bullshit with now. I know. I you, you wouldn't have thrown me you. under the bus in front of my whole I, fucking chat, Mom. You know what? This this interview is over. I don't why why? I was diligently and patiently waiting for you. And then we made the drive, and I just Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that for a minute. Let's talk about that for a second. The whole time I'm driving. Never, never do I go over the fucking speed limit. I put it on 70 on cruise control. And this is Jenny the whole time. Not the whole time. I was on the phone. Mother, you grabbed my door handle at least a half a dozen times. Like I was doing 130 and not slow it down on the curves. I was like, okay, I just got to remember that she thinks 50 is fast now. No, I no, I go 75. But I remember you I was going to me, 70. You said, Mom, now I'm going to be a little aggressive. Yeah. Remember I saying did. that? I so did. I thought, okay. Because you wanted to drive. You were like, on. you want me to drive? I was like, no, because when we get down to the, the ballpark and getting out. You're going to be aggressive. Somebody's going to have to. I'm going to have to be aggressive. 
Yeah. And I didn't say a word. No, you didn't okay. there, but you were, there was a lot. There so was a lot of. I, I did good. I did good. Uh, okay, I guess. Okay, we need so to talk we go about into the stadium. The real MVP. The real MVP of the night was Wanda. Oh, when she nice. So we're sitting there, and this lady. It was you know. There's so Dre's seats. He's like row nine, section one fifty four. If you ever want to go mock him, and and uh, buy him seats. a beer. Yeah, great seats. And there's like there so there's two seats, the aisle, and then one, and then you're the second, you're third and fourth from the aisle, right? Basically. So I was third, mom was fourth. There was a lady on the other side of mom and didn't know the lady. Really, I don't think we said anything to her until she got up. And jokingly, the lady gets up to go. I don't know where she's going. But as she passes me, I I, I looked at her and go, oh, hey, uh, nachos and a Bud Light. That's it. Just joking. She goes, you want nachos and a Bud Light? I was like, no, I'm just playing. She goes, no, I got money. You want nachos and a Bud Light? I was like, no, ma'am, I'm just playing with you. I'm just joking. That's kind of what I do. I just, I just be funny. You know, I thought it'd be funny just as you were leaving to give you an, or- why am I explaining this? No, I don't, I don't need anything, ma'am. <laughs> it was just a fucking joke. It was just a joke. She goes, okay. And she leaves and, you know, now mom brought two waters and some peanuts. So that was, we had backup plan. You know what I mean? Like I really. Which I shared with Wanda. Yeah. I, well, can I just, let me get there. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. So, so we're, we're sitting there now. We, I, I ate before we went, so I really wasn't even like, didn't even need a drink or nothing like that. I was good. And Wanda comes back. And when she comes back, she, she has a drink in her hand. It's obviously a vodka something because it's got a lime <laughs> and it's clear. I thought it looked like a, a margarita or something. But, I don't but know. <laughs> she hands me a Bud Light in a stadium cup too. Like the big, and she goes, here you go, Bud Light, right? And I was like, well, <laughs> I, I didn't, I was joking. She goes, no, I, you said Bud Light, I got you. I was like, well, what is your name? So she's like, I'm Wanda. I was like, Wanda, I'm Barry. Thank you so much. And I gave her a hug. I was like, thank you. This was so sweet. And she sat down and then her and my mom just became best friends after that. And they were sharing oh, peanuts together. So and- nice stories and and um wanda was like oh i'm glad you brought these peanuts i'm starving so it was just it was so cool though like wanda brings me a beer and then she tells mom a story about how she was like yeah one day this man uh he was like i'm going to get something do you want anything she's like jokingly i said i wanted some peanuts or something like that and he he brought me back some peanuts so i just figured i'd pay it forward you wanted a beer I was like, well, I guess I got to pay it forward next time I go. I got to buy somebody else. But Wanda was the MVP. I just jokingly said, yeah, nachos and a Bud Light. And she brought back a Bud Light. And I was like, where the the fuck are the nachos? No, I didn't say that. I didn't. (laughs) You did not. I didn't do that. That was so sweet. She made up up for some of the other idiots around us. We had one guy in front of us who was about 6'3 or 6'4 that would stand up at the most inopportune time when the Astros were at the fucking plate. And he would just stand, and he was drunk, and he would just stand. And then he tried to start the wave. And everyone, like, you know, people were kind of, I was like, you know, I wasn't my normal rude self, right? I like I could have acted like an asshole like I wanted to, but I was you like, You did no. restrain yourself. Yes, I you was did. very good. Because yes, normally did. I'd be like, hey, sit the fuck down. But I was like, no. <laughs> There's kids and uh, these are Dre seeds and my mom is here. I'm not going to act like I normally would, but I would be like, Hey, sit down. And then he wouldn't. And 
Whatever. Um, but then he tried to start the down. wave. Then he tried to start the wave. He was like, all right, everybody, we're going to do the wave. And me and like seven other people were like, no, no, we're not. No, no, sit no, sit down. <laughs> he was like, okay, fuck. And, uh, and I was like, do it in the, do it in the 10th inning. He was like, okay. That's how drunk he was. He was like, okay. And then, uh, and then he tried it again later. He's like, what? Two, everybody's like, sit down. He's like, all right, my bad. Then he tried to start some gambling thing. It was no, just. No, that was the other guy. The other no, guy. No, it was the same guy. Ass. It was his, it was his buddy. Oh. It was him and his buddy trying to oh, do the gambling his thing. his buddy, yeah. I don't know what they were doing. They needed quarters. quarters. Yeah. It was yeah, the weirdest. Yeah, they had quarters. And then there was a lady the behind baseball us. Game. And then there was a lady behind oh, us. I was going to punch her out. <sighs> yeah. I was um, myself. There, there, there was, there was two Seattle Mariner fans behind me on the right. They were very nice. <laughs> they were nice. Very um, nice. A guy and his son, and they were, they were hilarious. And we were joking back and forth the whole game. And the guy behind me, he was with, he had him and some woman and two kids, a, 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 a boy and a girl. I say kids, teenagers. And um, they were all cool except for the woman that he was with. I don't know how drunk she was, but in like the from the seventh to the end of the game, she sat there with a towel on her face and sunglasses on. Yeah, she covered her own eyes and went, "Oh, the anticipation is killing me!" And And she she just just kept screaming, screaming. The entire fucking time. What's happening? It was like, well, you stupid Uh bitch. If you would take the towel off your head (laughs) and your fucking sunglasses off, you would know what was happening. You dumb moron. It was, but I I was just like, I'm not, I'm not going to. I I was. I I tried to be nice because after all, they were Dr. Dre's seats and he made him known them. So, you know, mom at one point turns around to one of the kids and goes, uh, she kept looking at her. You know how, like, everybody knows that look you give people around you when they're doing some shit that's annoying, right? Like, a lot of times it'll just be, like, maybe an opposing fan. Like, when they when they would start the Let's Go Astros chant, the kid would be like, let's go. And then they'd go, he'd go, Mariners! And then, like, somebody would be like, who the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, that's okay. That's a normal reaction. Or you'd be like, you suck, Jordan. And you're like, hey, why would you say that? Who said that? But... <laughs> But because because this lady's just screaming at the actual top right of her in fucking my lungs. Ear. I'm in front of her. I don't know what's happening. My mom, <laughs> my sweet, docile mom, turns not to the lady, but turns to the kid and goes, "Hey, you need to give her another beer." I was like, "Oh wow, that's that's actually the last thing she fucking needs at this point." She was. Shit house. Shit house. It was just awful. But Uh, it was right in my ear. But besides that, God, that was an exciting game. And it was so It was. I'm not done with my notes though. We've got more. So I've got the parking. Great seats. Thank you, Dre. Wanda was the MVP. One guy kept standing for no reason. Um (laughs) and it would make the rest of us have to stand up. Like I don't think people understand how rude that is. Like if you're in the yeah. back row and you want to stand, stand on, stay, go ahead. But you can't have a bunch of because now everybody else has to stand up, and pretty soon all we're all standing back. for no fucking reason. But um, <clears throat> somebody kept farting, Mom. Did you notice that? We didn't discuss yes. it. Yes, 
Oh yes. But I wrote that in my notes. I think it was the I think it was the guy in front of you. Somebody kept with farting. The two girls. And it yeah. was Whew. awful. Awful. <laughs> I, aw, awful. It, it was almost oh. it, you know what it reminded me of is like the airplane, because it never fails. As soon as you get on the airplane, people just start farting. And you don't know who it is. You don't know. You can't, you know, just what, I, what I think is permeates it, the air. I think planes and, you know, public seating areas like movie theaters and even ballparks. I think what they need to do, mom, is is a lot like <laughs> pools. You know, they there's that rumor around that they put a, a dye in the pool. And if you pee, it turns dark blue. And now everyone knows you've just pissed in the pool. There you go. <laughs> I think they should pump something into the AC units on a plane, in a ballpark, in a movie theater, so that when you fart, the the gas chemically reacts with the whatever's in the air, and now you just got this yellow green fog that you're just you're just sitting in your fart marinating, and it's just like a big fart bubble, and everyone's like, oh, he just shit his pants. That guy just that guy just shit his pants. Look, that's the farter. It was no, it wasn't Wanda. I don't believe it. Might have been Wanda. Wanda. No, she did have she did have like a herpes. I was sitting right next to her. No, it wasn't Wanda. Well, I, when so I when I hugged her goodbye, I was like, "Please don't kiss me," because she had that big fever blister. I was like, "Oh shit!" Oh, oh. please don't <laughs> please don't peck me on the cheek. Like you're welcome, sweetie. I'm like, "Oh god, damn it!" Oh, give me some hand sanitizer. Now I got oh, cheek herpes because of Wanda. <laughs> but yeah, it was um, awful. It was beer farts too, so you knew it was somebody drinking around us. I it was didn't just tell you it was a guy in front of you. you yeah. th- well, how do you know? Did he did, would he raise up? Because that's how no. that's like a giveaway too, right? It just kept kept coming from that side where you were, and I knew it wasn't you. How you did you know what side it was? Because I was like, "Where is this coming from? This is not my mom. I know better than uh, that. Who could this be? And it no. ain't me." <laughs> Stephen uh, Stephen um, the weather guy says it sounds like a Shark Tank idea. It really <laughs> does, right? Hey sharks, I'm yeah. here to offer yeah. you five uh, percent for two hundred thousand dollars. I'm offering you five percent. And and stake in my company. What can we call it? Um, let's see. Uh, we're gonna expose. Let's see. Uh, what do they call that dye that you put in pools? I don't know. It's an in, oh that the dye. That's yes. an indicator of some kind. We used to yeah. do that trick in my chemistry class where what we trick? Would, where you take a clear liquid and you pour something in it and then it oh, turns color. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you, it's called an indicator. Can you yeah. do that with the air? Can you, I know, I know I've seen the videos where they have um, thermal imaging of people like at the airport and then they'll, you'll see the fart come out. <laughs> you'll see the, on the thermal, you'll just see them standing there and no, I swear you'll just see them standing there and then all of a sudden be all, and you just see this fart come out of their butt area. Their, their, their <laughs> anal region, their, their butthole. <laughs> Which is where it comes out. Okay. We're digressing. No, I, I got to tell you this, Mom. This is a true story. This happens when you get older, but I have a butt sweat problem. And, um, Gee. Well, let me finish. Let me finish. Because this comes. This is kind of where uh, this is headed. But um, So I've had to, what I figured out is it, part of the problem is because I take a really hot shower. Then I get out of the shower and I'll dry off, but I'm still like sweaty. And that causes the heat, causes your butt, your your I, my crack sweats and my butt sweats. So when I'm on stage, my underwear, I like sweated through them like a t-shirt. Now they don't come through the jeans, right? So oh, what no. I what now what I do though, mom, what I do is I put baby powder down there, and that 
that's, that's, yeah, but now when I fart, it looks like LeBron entering a basketball game. You know how he <laughs> throws the powder? It's just every time I fart, you can just, you see him now. It's, uh, it's like a... There's no, it's not a silencer anymore. And I'm I just gonna have to look for that. If, if yeah. I walk around the house, uh, you just see. You know I look, like, I look like a, I look like a train. I look like a train in a western coming down the track, or like I said, LeBron James entering a basketball game. Just you know, everybody that's listening, if they ever go to your show, is gonna be looking for that. For uh, for me. butt crack, butt crack sweat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, good luck because I I fixed it now. Um, but yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to come up with a name and I'll take it to shark tank. I think this is a good idea. There you go. That's a great idea. It would be rich. Especially for planes. You just get on there. You didn't mention, you didn't mention the end of the game. Um, nope. Some guy tried to start the wave and told him to sit down and shut up. No, that was no. Uh, oh, when we were trying to leave. Oh, I've never been in a crowd crush like that before. Yeah, that I was, was getting, insane. I, I was to, getting um, hot and hyperventilating, and I couldn't breathe. I mean, it was, I've never seen a crush of people like that. Yeah, it, it was different. I, I mean, I've been to plenty of games um, in sellouts. Like, I was telling Nora about it, and I was like, you know, we've been to games where they were sold out, because Nora and I would go opening day every day. Or every year. I remember that. And it would be packed. And I never remember the concourse being that crap. It it was literally shoulder to shoulder, uh, chest to back, back to chest. Like couldn't move. No, there was a Thai woman behind me and I could feel her penis. It was. (laughs) Or she just had a really large clitoris. I don't know which. Uh, I could see the imprint oh, in her jeans too. So. Moving along, uh, but it was it was so tight, like it was just. It I was. mean, you were just shoulder to shoulder, and it was sweaty and hot, and people were rude. And there was a guy with a baby on his shoulders that kept bumping me, and I was like, I told mom, I was like, I'm gonna knock this dude out with a baby on his shoulders if he pushes me one more time. Well, you know, the thing one about more time. it is, it makes you realize how stampedes and people get smothered at these big soccer matches and things when people, I mean, think if somebody would yell something or something would have sounded like, I don't know, popping or, I mean, it easily could have been a lot of people hurt because I've never been in a crush like that. It, it was kind of scary. I, I never thought really of that. Bad. I feel like that's, that's the, uh, that's the older woman in you. Like you're like, you know, no, so, it's not this how people get stampeded. I was just thinking, man, I'm fucking hot and I need everybody to get their <laughs> balls off of me. Fuck. All I was thinking. That's all was, I was thinking. Could you I'm get so your hot. balls off of me, sir? <laughs> Ma'am. I don't know. Whatever. The dude with the kid, he kept going, go, go. I'm like, bitch, didn't I? I turned around, I was like, bro, where am I going? Where am I going? I can't go anywhere. Well, people just need to go. I was like, where the fuck do you want us to go? Can you not see? There's like literally nowhere to go. Fuck. And your kid's ugly. Yeah, Get out of here. Ugly I mean, ass was, kid. Yeah. But we finally, we finally found daylight and air and got outside. But it was so much fun. Oh, my god. So gosh. much fun. It, it, it wouldn't have been blast. fun if it wouldn't have been all those things happening and the fans around us and the baseball game and no, it was it, it was, was perfect. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have changed a thing. Uh, well, uh-uh. I mean, it was perfect. Except for and the then the dot. What did I know? Y'all covered this today because I got in late. But how about those Dodgers losing? Uh, we didn't cover it, but uh, yeah, I you, oh I, I saw God. somebody tweet about this, and they said. Um, uh, somebody retweeted it, but it was like one of those. I, if ever there was a case 
to just stop the season. And this was before the game, before they lost. But it was if ever there was a case to just stop the season and give a regular season team the award for best team in the league, this is the year because the Dodgers won 100. It's like, no, fuck you. That's not how this works. You don't get to be the regular season champs, you fucking idiots. Do you know how many teams have won a World Series or a Super Bowl coming from the wild card and the best team in football didn't win it or the best team in baseball didn't win it or the best team in basketball. You don't get to just crown yourself the fucking champ because you had a great regular season. The whole point of the regular season is to determine seeding for the playoffs. That's literally it. You don't, this is, that is the whole point. So the only thing you got was the number one seed, which you squandered and shit the bed with. So you got what you fucking got. And then Atlanta, I mean, think about how long it's been since anybody repeated the World Series. I think the last time they said it was the Yankees many years ago. Might, yeah. But, oh Um, my God. (laughs) McLovin said, Mom, don't remind me about my (laughs) fucking Dodgers. Man. Well, Atlanta, I, I thought Yankees were going to lose last night, too. But then as the game went on, I thought, no, no such luck. But on the other hand, if they all lost and then the Astros face these, you know, these teams that have got this momentum and they're excited, that's kind of dangerous, too. Well, so. that was Seattle, though. That was and, yeah, and Des had made the point where he was like, you know, you got the team coming in that's super hot. And uh, I mentioned when Des was on the show, but. Uh, somebody had said on the broadcast, when you see stuff happen, like what happened with Seattle in Toronto with a collision in the outfield that cost them three runs and that's the reason they won the game and moved on, you start to feel like it's a team of destiny. You start to feel like no matter what it's they do, year. they can't lose. Exactly. Yeah, because we've seen it happen with Kansas City and the Astros and um, you, you start to think that. But So that was the thought process with Seattle coming in and it was like, I mean, in game one, all the way up until the Jordan at bat, you were like, well, maybe this is their year. And uh, what's happening with your camera, Mom? You're like Max Headroom. Well, <clears throat> no, I'm having trouble with the cursor on my computer, and it, it does this every once in a while. It might just click me off here in a minute. I don't know. i got to put it in the shop. I've just been it looks so busy. Like, uh, I haven't been able to do it without it. It looks like you're like, um, it's like a, the beginning of a video game when you're about to tell me what my mission is. When you're like, that <laughs> special agent, that. This is uh, this it's is Jenny's mom deep in the bowels I gotta, of planet I gotta Earth. I put it in the shop. I'm sorry, but so, anyway, you gonna take it to the Geek Squad? Yeah, no, I've got a I've got a guy in, in, in on the I-45 that'll do it for me. Oh, but just like on the side I, of the road, maybe it needs a driver. He, he, sells blank, <laughs> he sells blankets and fucking firewood and fixes computers. Uh-huh. Nice. Uh, he fixed it last time, so why not? Oh yeah, he did a great <laughs> job. Apparently. You know, it's all screwy again. I don't know. I had if I had a child who would come over here and fix it for me that knew something about technology, that would be great. But yeah. I guess I'll just take it. Too bad you don't have time. one of those though. All right. Well, that's the end of this. Love uh, you. I, I love you too, Bob. I had an absolute blast. Um, thank you again to <laughs> Dr. Too. Dre. Uh, on two ninety for allowing Dre. us to it do that. It was wonderful. Yeah. Yes, you made you made you made a great experience and memory for us. I appreciate it for sure. Thank and you so I, much. Go Strohs! I will see y'all next week. Hopefully, we will have a couple, two or three wins behind us. Go Strohs! Go more. and go fix your computer, Jenny, and uh, help me come up with a name for the fart dust. <laughs> yes, I will. Okay. Love you, mom. <laughs> Bye. All right, that's Jenny's mom. Always a good time. Always a good time. Uh, the best sport. I know, she's so fun. Um, we had a great time. 
at the game. Uh, 6006 I-45 North between Two Mile Park. That's gallery furniture. He ain't fixing no damn computers. Uh, Barry, get your ass over there and fix your... No, you guys, I'm 48. She said she doesn't have a child. I'm an adult. And I haven't been in IT in fucking almost a decade. No. No. And I stopped doing tech support for my parents a long time ago. No. It, that That's like, um, you know, it would. it's different when it was occasional. But every time I would go to my dad's, my mom wasn't as bad. But if one, I don't have the patience for it anymore. But two, every time I would go to my dad's, that's all I would do the whole time. It's just fix shit for him. Technology or, hey, bud, my, my sprinkler uh, thing isn't fucking working. And, hey, bud, can you take a look at my computer and my my, my, my camera system's messing? It's like, bro, I don't come over here and fucking do IT work. So, no, I'm not. I don't do, no, I don't do that. I, I mean, occasionally I don't mind. But no. I don't, and, and I just don't have the patience for it. I just don't. Because something small like that ends up taking fucking nine hours. <laughs> Listen, mother, don't make me ban you in the chat. She was like, you don't have the patience? No. My patience are gone. All right, we got to get to NFL recap. Let's do this. Let's see. Uh, Pasha, what am I doing? Oh, no, they're trying, to, they're trying to guilt you into fixing my mom's computer. That's the thing about being an IT guy. And now, look, I will say this. Jenny is in real estate, and when we try to sell a house or whatever, she's always helps us. And that's once every fucking 13 years. Okay? Now, it's different than every other week. You got a, a computer problem, or you don't know how to do something, or you need somebody to come over and do this or that. IT people, we're the only, well, I say we. They're the only people that, that, that no one is like, you don't go to your buddy's house. Who's a doctor and be like, Hey, I got this mole in my ass. Can you take a look? Hey Doug, I really think I have a hernia. Can you put, can you hold my balls and let me cough and you just tell me, and then we'll have dinner. Is that cool, buddy? No, no, this it's it folks are the, usually the only ones. It's not fair. Not fair at all. You don't go to VB's house and take a take your fucking spreadsheets with you and be like, hey, man, I just figured since we were hanging out, could you do my taxes? It's not okay. So many remote tools we can help. Oh. I mean, I wouldn't. Stacy uh. <laughs> said I ask my nurse friends for IVs all the time. <laughs> Nobody said life was fair. Shut up, Rudy. No one asked you. They get stopped at Little League games. Who? I ask my brother for medical advice all the time because he's a doctor. <clears throat> well, you're an asshole, E2D. What do you do, E2D? What do you do? I mean, like, what's your trade? I know you're at school right now. What's your trade? Right? Does he like, hey, would you uh, fucking weld this fence for me? Huh? Would you? Would you? Like, I just, I don't know. All right, maybe, maybe it has something to do with the fact that I lack patience. That might be it, too. Barry, give your mom my number. She can hit me up. Don't like the way you put that. Not at all. So that's not happening. You can voom everyone while you're at your mom's house. What the fuck is, what, what does that mean? You can voom everyone? What in the fuck? What does that mean? 
I am a massage therapist. I'm glad my parents don't ask me for help. <laughs> Chase, could you imagine? You're like, hey, mom. Hey, dad. Happy Thanksgiving. You're all just sitting around. Your dad's like, hey, uh, son. He just takes his shirt off and lays on his stomach on the couch. Can you work out this knot? You're like, dad, this is disgusting. You smell like fucking turkey and, and beets. Stop. Put your shirt on. But that's the same. That That's it, though, right? That's the equivalent. Your mom's all like, I got this knot in my breast. Can you ma- massage it out? I need one of them deep tissue. I don't know why, Chase. I feel like your parents are kind of country. Like, I need one of them deep tissue massages all up in my side of my, my boobs tit thing. Uh, VB does taxes. Let me holler at you, player. No, he, your mom fed you. I don't give a shit. What is that? I didn't ask her to have me, Demata. I don't owe her IT work because she brought me into this world and I became an obligation for her. That's not my fault. I This is why I don't have kids. So I don't have to guilt them into shit. So I'm like, well, you know, I did give birth to you. I mean, not that I could say that, but I mean, I did have sex with your mom so she could give birth to you. And then they're like, Fuck, well, all right. I guess I'll fix your computer for the 8,000th time, Dad. Chase said, I live in Dallas, motherfucker. I do not sound like that. Bro, you act like there ain't country-ass people in Dallas. Really? All them little-ass... There's 8,000 cities in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Irving and fucking McKinney and Keller and Plano and... All, all that shit. There's, trust me, there's some country ass shit around there. I know. <clears throat> Chase, that would be a great auction item for the stream of thought. Uh, after the cowboy fam thing, I don't think I want deckheads giving massages to people. Uh, mm, let's just give some tangible shit that we can ship and then we're good. Yeah, I don't, mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh, no. Uh, No, we don't want to rub and tug Chase. Jesus. Good Lord. All right, let's talk some NFL. Uh, Let's see here. Got all that. Oh, I do have for you the uh, injury report update for the week. Dak is questionable for week seven, but probably, probably going to play, especially now that Cooper Rush threw 8,000 interceptions and they lost to a division rival in the Eagles, and it just didn't look good. Didn't look good. So uh, Dak says he's probably going to return for Detroit. Carson Wentz fractured the right fourth finger on his, well, I guess his right hand. His ring finger? Is the fourth finger the pinky? Do you go? Do you start with thumb? So that's one, two, three, four, or do you go one, two, three, four? Is the thumb a finger? Is a hot dog a sandwich? Um. Well, whatever. I think it's the ring finger. But if it's on his right hand, it's it's. I think technically that's still the ring finger. But he's doubtful for week seven. Marquise Brown, uh, doubtful for week seven, probably out for the year. They're suspecting, which is why Arizona went out and got um, Robbie Anderson from Carolina. So there's that. Kenny Pickett 
suffered a concussion. Just when the kid gets a shot, Pittsburgh still wins. We'll go through it. But Kenny Pickett with a concussion, so he's questionable for week seven and day-to-day. Uh, Jonathan Taylor has an ankle sprain, also day-to-day and questionable for week seven. DeAndre Swift, a lot of people interested in him for fantasy purposes. Left shoulder, left ankle sprain. He is day-to-day, but probable for week seven, as is Tua Tungle-Vailoa. Finally, finally, Tua has come back to the Dolphins. He's been in concussion protocol day-to-day, but probable now for week seven, which if you think about it, the fact that he returned that early after the first one just lets you know they really fucked up bad. And they really overcorrected. Like, really, really, really overcorrected. Um, and also, don't forget, what is who's calling me? Oh, Rich. Uh, don't forget here in a couple of minutes, uh, Aaron Raybold. Going to be joining me on the show. Really big show. Really big show. Uh, we're going to be talking something very specific that went down on Twitter. And I will redo the conversation uh, when Aaron joins. And it it occurred to me um, at, at the game. <clears throat> uh, that's when it popped up. And then Aaron chimed in. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, we'll come on the show. Let's have a debate about it. This will be a fun topic. So, uh, Aaron Rabel going to join. Oh, I got to find it. Hold on. Hold on. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Uh, uh, oh my God. I hate Twitter sometimes. Nope. Nope. Fuck. Uh, there we go. Okay. I got to save that. So we'll cover this. Uh, B, did you ever get rid of your armadillo? No, no, no. We had that whole discussion in hour one. Uh, I had visuals and everything, but no. <clears throat> Sounds like the commanders just got better. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, well, while we're waiting on Aaron Rabel to join us, he said sometime between 4 and 4.30. Uh, let's just go ahead and peruse. Um, by the way, shout out to everybody listening to Poppy, John Dory, D-Mac, Chris Reyes. That's it. All three of you. All three of you. Have you all talked about Easterby? Yes, we did. We covered that early. Um, it, let me pull up my... Oh, Oh, I have it over here. Roger here. Let's pull up the box scores. Scores. Also, we need to go over the Laminator 5000. Maybe we'll do that tomorrow. Uh, if we have, if we don't have time today. <clears throat> so, let's pull up some box scores. And talk some football. And I still have, I still don't have a bed for this. Still don't have a bed for this. <sighs> First, uh, somehow... Somehow, some I know deep down, I still love you. Still the greatest thing ever. Uh, Reyes said, save the bean. Well, I mean, it is going away. Uh, how are the Falcons three and three? Can someone, can someone explain to me? How the Atlanta freaking Falcons. There you go, Jim. Thank you for the sub, buddy. That is six months. 
Jim on Sports has been rocking with this fine program. Jim, I appreciate you, buddy. Thank you for that. Thank you for the sub. He said, what's up, Barry? What's up, deckheads? Uh, Jim, man, um, how is the show going, man? How is your how has your stream been? Uh, I hope well. I hope it has been going good. Dave, thank you for the follow, Dave. Appreciate you, pimp. Welcome to the program, Dave. Uh, much appreciated there, Dave. Mate, too. All right, how in the fuck are the Falcons winning? Is what I want to know. I this this is this boggles my mind. This is Marcus Mariota and uh, Huntley. I mean, like when you look at the talent that the Falcons have, how is this even possible? How is this a thing that they're doing this? Uh, but they are, and they are now three and three, and they shouldn't be, but they are three and three. They beat the Niners. That defense, really, four touchdowns. Marcus Mariota had two touchdowns. I mean, he, he 129 total yards, 13 of 14, very efficient. Dude threw 14 passes, completed 13 of them. Two of those were for touchdowns. All told, 129 yards. Now, tons of rushing yards, 168 yards rushing. I admit I didn't watch the Falcons game because I don't give a shit. Aaron said they should be 6-0. They play really good football. I, don't really, I didn't really see this coming. Nobody did. Uh, should they really be 6-0? Oh, wow. Lose to the Saints by one. Lose by four to the Rams. Okay. And we're in it with Tampa Bay. Let's see. What was this? Man, they put up 15. I mean, that's all 15. Uh, kind of feel like Tampa Bay maybe let off the gas there. So, I'll tell you what. I won't necessarily give you a 6-0, and but we'll say for sure they should have been at least 5-1. and Which is crazy, man. Good for you, man. Good for the Falcons. I ain't hating. <clears throat> man, deep. Garoppolo, 41 passes, completes 30 of them. Almost 300 yards, two touchdowns, has the two interceptions, man, and just no run game, absolutely no run game. Oh, oh, I hear the beeps going off. It sounds like we have an Aaron Raybould in our midst. Uh, so, yeah, Falcons move to 3-3. Three and three. Niners drop to 3-3. Three and three. Defense gives up four touchdowns to the Falcons. How is that even possible, so? All right, uh, we're going to put this on hold. We're going to continue with this after we spend some time with Aaron Rabel, but I do want to talk to him. Uh, Jim on Sports says, stream been good. I actually got a couple days. actually cut a couple days, but the numbers are getting better. Less me equals better numbers. Nice. Nice. Uh, Mark said, how the fuck are the Giants 5? We're going to get to all that. I want to know how the Jets are forward to. Uh, yeah, we have to answer all of that. But before we do any of that, uh, I want to talk to my buddy, uh, Aaron Rabel, because uh, I'm going to bring him on first of all. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program, please. Joining me, uh, I don't know where he is right now. Is He He looks like he, I don't know where you at. Aaron, where you at right now, buddy? Uh, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, good. I, I've got an actual, like, mixer with a headset here, but yeah? I just I wanted to go easy work. Uh, I'm in one of the studios here at Odyssey. Nice. Uh, I looked. It didn't look familiar. I was like, oh, "That's." I don't think that's one of the. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, you can see like that goes. There's two studios right here. There's like nice. three more that way. There's all over the place. Dopeness. Now, I wanted you to come on the show today, Aaron Rabel. One, because you're a buddy and you've been on the show before, and I wanted to have you back. And this seemed like a good opportunity because Aaron, 
you, uh, I felt attacked. I felt, I felt like you questioned my Texanhood uh, <clears throat> on Thursday of last week uh, when I was at the Astros game. A- as you know, as, as everybody that lives in Houston and goes to an Astros game knows, in the seventh inning, they play take me out to the ball game. And then they play, um, what is it? The eyes of Texas? No. Deep um, in the heart of Texas. Yeah, deep in the heart of Texas. And I tweeted out that nobody, I said, spoiler alert, nobody knows the words to deep in the heart of Texas. The only part that we know is deep in the heart of Texas. That's it. That's, that's all we know. We know the stars at night are big and bright. That's it. That's all anybody knows. And you, you question, you told this, let me read you chat. I was attacked. I was bullied. I should have reported him. Listen to this shit. So I tweeted out fun fact. And this was at the game after the seventh inning stretch. Fun fact. Nobody knows the words to deep in the heart of Texas. Well, except for the part that goes clap, 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 clap deep in the heart of Texas. And Aaron responds, speak for yourself there. Might have to trade you to the Yankee fan base. If you can't learn it by the start of next season, he gave me a deadline. And seeing it on Barry on deck for the opener. I think you need to, first off. Second off, uh, Jenny's mom already said that she knows the lyrics, so somewhere there was a, a disconnect between okay. how great your mom is and what you became. First of all, because she, she doesn't know the words. She's lying. And... Now, what? How many Astros games have you gone to? I, I don't know a lot. I mean, when did you start going to games? I mean, probably five, six years old. Okay, same here. So yeah, they played that song every seventh inning. Yeah, even when my grandparents would leave in the eighth, they made sure to stick around for the seventh inning stretch. And those those words get drilled in your brain not only in elementary school but at Astros games. How we could you never say it in the elementary in elementary school. Never. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? I invited you on this program, Aaron, because uh, you're about to give me all of the lyrics to deep in the heart of Texas. And if you miss one, oh, my God, shame on you. You better hey, not fuck this up. I know up. more than you. Yo, no, no, no. You can't know more than me. You've already told me now that I'm a terrible Texan, so you had better but know. But you only know clap, 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 clap. <laughs> no, you better. Okay, hold on. Deep in the heart of Texas lyrics. Uh, where's this at? Don't pull it up. Don't you Google this. All right, go. I'm not. Go, go. Close your eyes. And, and close your eyes. Close your right. eyes. What? There you go. Okay. You so, want to see, do I need to share my screen with you? No, I want you to close your eyes and sing me the song. Go. Let's see how far you get. All right. Okay. The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas. Uh-huh. The prairie sky is wide and high. Okay. In the heart of Texas. Yeah. The sage in bloom is like perfume. No. Ah! No. No. No, that's not it. That was, that's on down. That's, no, where's that at? That's, it's the coyote's whale. That, no, that comes later. Not on this one. Not I'm the one you, from. I've been singing it at every, okay, well, the one they play at the Astros games, I'm telling you, I've got this done by heart. Um, I think, okay, here's the fun part. Here's the fun part. Okay, All what does the chicken long, hawks do? When I drive home. <laughs> is there chicken, chicken hawks? hawks? I didn't know there was chicken hawks in Demon in the Heart of Texas. I don't, I don't remember the chicken hawks part. Well, this is the but one about, the this part. is the one from Gene Autry. Is that, is that not the one we're supposed to be singing? 
I mean, I'm going off the one from the Astros games. Okay, okay, go ahead. But, but here's the fun part. Because I worked on the Astros network when I was at 790, because I've been to a billion Astros games in my life, I've been lucky enough to do that. On the drive home every evening this summer during games, I always caught the seventh inning stretch, and I know how long their radio breaks are. So I'm always able to mute my thing while they go to break, sing the entire take me out to the ball game, and then I pick up right where they left off with deep in the heart of Texas. All right. As soon as I unmute it, bam, right there. I hate you. All right, so the t- I, found, I found the lyrics on the Texans website, which is kind of apropos. So they started okay. with the stars at night, the prairie sky, and yes, the sage and bloom is like perfume. What comes after that? Reminds me of the one I love. Okay. And then? The coyotes wail along the trail. Damn it, you're reading this. Close your eyes. And then? No, I'm not. The rabbits rush around the brush. And then? The stars at night are big and bright. No! The cowboys cry. What the fuck? We're doing coyote-yay? The Astros have it better than that. And they know they only have two and a half minutes of TV break to deal with. I hate you so three much. Three minutes, I, I think, really, is what the TV breaks are. I just, in my mind, Aaron, I had you failing so miserably. I was like, oh, there's no way he knows the lyrics. He's just talking shit. I'm going to bring him on. He's going to fail. I hate you. You just like, yeah, well. so, Did you really sing this oh. in junior high? No, elementary school. I mean, elementary, I'd never remember that. Yeah. Yeah, we had to learn that. We had to wor- learn, um, oh, Texas are Texas. The stars at night. What? And um, there was another one we had to learn. I don't remember. But we had to learn three different songs all about Texas. Yeah. Did, did you have school. like Texas history? Like you know, a whole class. Like a whole class oh, for yeah. Texas history. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. We did Texas history in fourth grade and then we did it again in seventh grade. Yeah. It was like you had world history, United <laughs> States history, but then you had Texas history. And I think like Texas is one of the few states that designates uh, oh you gotta learn all about our like what uh, where i was in a i was in a reddit forum recently and somebody had said like this is the dumbest thing ever my kid just brought home his texas history book and somebody was like dude i'm from michigan we do michigan history what the fuck is wrong with you oh do they and he was like well i grew up like one of the M states was like yeah we do it all the time and and everybody was like wait texas is the only one that, like a bunch of texans were like we're not the only one who does it and he was like no we're proud of our state too we had to learn it when we were kids what kind of jackass states did you go? Did you live in where you didn't want to? Oh, we don't need to know about our history. Bullshit. Well, I mean, some states history. nobody gives a shit. Like who's who's learning Rhode Island history? No one gives a fuck. Okay, like that was, oh. one, of the first, that was one of the first thirteen colonies. You should still learn the history of it, even though all three pages of it. <laughs> right. Take this pamphlet home. Read it front and back. Come back. Yeah. Take the test. It's a day. It's not really a the class. Test. It's the, just a day. The four question test. <laughs> It's really, it's more of a pop quiz. Uh, and then we who just combine Who was the guy who was able to walk from north to south fastest? Who was the guy who was able to walk from east to west fastest? Oh. Uh, <laughs> square footage. Total square footage. There yeah. you go. And then, like, there's a bonus question on, like, a fun fact about Delaware or some bullshit that nobody yeah. cares about or Vermont or. Oh, no. It's like, it's like the, uh, it's like the, why does Texas doesn't fall into the Gulf? It's like, why does Rhode Island not fall into the Gulf? Oh, because Massachusetts sucks or whatever state's next to them. <laughs> right. Like, that's the fourth question on the test. <laughs> always. Always. Dude, how's the new gig going, man? Are you enjoying it? I love it. Uh, so. It's very different from being a producer. That's for sure. Yeah. 
the, my day to, my, my weekday job is Texans like in the booth. I still, I'm technically a second or third spotter because we have John Harris on the sidelines who is always like, he can talk to us, but not be on the air at the same time. So nice. he's always feeding us. Hey, Grugier Hill got that strip. Uh, we actually have an actual producer, Robert Hensley, who's done it for years. Uh, who's news radio forever? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He was at 740, then was the sports director over here at 610. Um, and the Texans kept him on when they went through cuts here, when they nice. got bought out from CBS to Entercom to now Odyssey. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's Mark, jo- uh, Robert, Dre, I sit behind them on like a elevated platform, depending on what the stadium is. And then John's on the sideline, but I still am keeping it up because I'm engaged with the game. I did this, you know, I did the whole sports radio thing for eight years. I know uh-huh. the game, and I know the game pretty damn well, so I'm able to keep an eye on stuff. And oh, hey, somebody, or I'm always the one going. Hey, by the way, eight just went to the medical tent. Nice. Oh, hey, by the way, another guy. And, and because that's the thing is that when you're doing play-by-play, you're not always looking, and it always like say the defense comes off for about five minutes, and then they finally convince him like, dude, just go into the tent and get it checked out. And then he walks in, and then you go, hey, by the way, dude had a little hitch in his giddy up getting to the medical tent. Just keep an eye on that because if we don't see him in the second half, that's why nice that part that part's kind of the same of you know trying to make sure that the guys on air have as much information as possible right but like when i when i got laid off at espn i had a couple people reach out to me like well do you want to go to this station you want to go to that? like i'm done being a producer i'm i'm done waking up at 245 i'm done giving and honestly it was kind of uh i guess uh cocky at my point but i was like i'm done being behind the microphone where everybody else gets the credit for me saying stuff into their ears and just saying it on the air. Uh-huh. Like if, I'm, if somebody's going to hire me to work sports radio, I'm going to have a microphone in front of my face. Screw this. Good for you. No, good for you. So. And that's a lot of producers, man. They're, it, when <clears throat> what I learned from the business is the worst thing you can do is try to get into the business. If you're wanting to be on mic, if you're wanting to be an on-air personality, the toughest thing to do and the toughest way to go about that is to start as a producer. But I think a lot of people think, I'll go in, I'll get my foot in the door, I'll wow them, and then I'll get a job. And that just doesn't happen a lot. It'll happen occasionally, but that's just not how the business works because they have you there to do a specific thing. You might be great on the mic, and they'll let you talk, but you're going to be a producer, and that's the shitty part about it is when you start down that track or that path, they kind of want to keep you down that track and down that path there's there's no grooming you for on air only that just doesn't exist in radio that much and it it's not even that you know because when i walked into sports radio i knew sports but i've spent time on the mic with sean salisbury i've spent time watching film with sean Mm -hmm. i've watched film with nd i've watched like i now sit here and i bounce off play like uh i'm out every so they've got me as the the remote broadcast engineer so every bar that 610 goes to I'm the one who hooks it up. So I'm there with Clint Sterner every mm-hmm. Friday. And so the other day I just drove, I drove a play. I was like, Hey, what if you think if the Texans ran something like this and it highlighted Pierce, but it also took the defense off guard because they're going to be looking for Pierce. You don't give it to Pierce. And he looked at it and he goes, yeah, that's smart. And I was like, nice. it's not stupid. Like the bears ran the same type of play. I just put a small twist on it. But mm-hmm. Pep Hamilton didn't do that. I was like, is that smart or is it dumb? I was like, I'm places. I was 14 years old. You can tell me I'm an idiot. I've been doing this for eight years. I've picked up the little intricacies of what to watch for on when you're watching all 22 film and all that crap. Yeah. Well, good I for you, like man. I knew and I, 
I know enough about it where I can talk my way through it. But not only that, like when I've done it with you, when I did it with Jerry, when, you know, Fred would disappear for a while and it was just AJ and me or when AJ would disappear for a while, it was just Fred and me. Uh-huh. I could do it and be enough of an entertainment factor. Even if I'm the one who takes the punches, I don't give a damn. Yeah. I just enjoy doing it. Everybody's got to have a straight man. Well, I like it, dude. So, so, um, you you so who are, do you work for the Texans or do you work for Six Ten or do you work for Odyssey? Like so, I work for Odyssey. <clears throat> okay, uh, I handle. I'm there. I'm one of the technical engineers because there's gotcha. three in our four in our engineering department. Gotcha. So I'm the low man, but my main priority and my number one responsibility is keeping the Texans happy. Nice. So okay. game day broadcasts, all that stuff. When the draft comes around, I'll end up working that because they'll broadcast from the draft. Nice. All that fun did stuff. Did you uh did you get a chance so. to meet Easterby ever? Did you ever have a chance to Uh funny enough, like when this happened this morning, like I I had already texted you and then my wife texted me as I was getting in the elevator at work and she was like, They fired Easterby. I was like, No way. And being around there, because I was out at every training camp because we broadcasted from every training camp, I saw him lurking around a little bit because for people who didn't know who he was, he had a full beard. He had a big sun hat on, and he was kind of out of the shadows, like just like watching. But he wasn't doing his typical like high fiving and jumping on the field and stuff during training camp. So I was like, mm, somebody probably had to talk to him. Mm-hmm. And of course. that was just my theory. But then our when we got to LA for the preseason, and then in Denver, I rode the elevator with him up because we all we fly in, everybody jumps on buses. They bus us all to the hotel, and then you get into the lobby of the hotel, and there's just tables of everybody's room keys. And you walk up, find your envelope, and go get on the the thing. That seems high, He's always doing something. He ended insecure. up on the elevator with me two or three different times. And so, like, never said – like, there were always other people off from the team on the elevator, so he would talk to them. And it wasn't, like, ignoring me to be rude. Yeah. But it was just – I stood next to him, and I was like, I know who you are. Yeah. And was it wasn't a you didn't get so like you, a, you did you did you have anybody like internally that was like that knew the guy that you would have conversation with that was maybe like you know oh he, he's got a the reputation that he has uh, isn't fair or maybe what was like yeah that's exactly how he is he's a dick nobody likes him like was there did you, anybody no. that you knew that was I never really cared enough to ask about him because as long as he was out of the way and he was like not Mr. Social Media anymore and not Mr. Jumping on the field or, and he wasn't on the field during games during preseason. So the set, the fact that he was out of the way, I was like, dude, he's out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. They're paying him to do whatever. That's fine. As, as long as it doesn't look like he is <laughs> orchestrating Sorry. things from behind and he's not trying to puppeteer Nick, mm-hmm. which I don't know enough of the relationship anyways. Yeah. I, I, but from I tend the outside, to... like, there's plenty of guys in sports radio who don't have that inside track at, at the Texans. And so I had the same view as them. I was like, if, he, if nobody's making noise about him, I don't care. Just, I don't want to hear about him. I don't want to hear from him. Right. Whatever. So I never thought to ask because I was, I wasn't worried about it. I was like, okay. And how much are they going to tell me? Because they also have to be in the same building as him. And he's already stabbed how many people in the back on his way climbing. You think he wouldn't stab down too, if he hurt somebody? Yeah, no shit, right? Well, I, I think that it it was a long time coming, and the people that I knew internally and people that I knew that had sources internally, both on the team and in the front office, 
I, I never was told anything good. You know what I mean? Like I was never given any information that would be like, oh, well, maybe I should question my hatred for this man. I mean, I'm literally made shirts that say fire Easterby on them. Like I, oh, I hated this. One. I mean, that dude would show up to every freaking game. He went on the road with a flag. Like, yeah, there's there's no reason. Like it was, it's just like, I don't know. So it's it's good to see him gone. Uh, and hopefully, I think somebody in the chat, Potch, said, um, or who was it? Somebody said Devere Posey was like, oh, well, watch. They'll improve now because he was literally one of the main reasons why, why they they started being so bad was because of that dude. So I was like, oh, that'll be interesting. Let's see. Uh, yeah, several several players apparently have come out and been like good friggin' rid like yeah. former Texans players. Well, I mean, and think about the, it. The that's, funny that's, thing is, is that – like some of the guys who I saw comments from were guys who had been out of the league for like four years. So they're not going to gain anything from it anyways. No. Because somebody had commented and they're like, well, yeah, well, where's he playing now? It's like, no, the point is that he's not playing. He's not doing this to get back in the league. When you're removed from the league for four years, you understand your window's closed, guys. Exactly. If you're saying that stuff, it's not because you're going, oh, well, you know, this is the reason you guys got rid of me. Can you bring me back? No, it's, man, I saw it from the beginning, but nobody trusts me kind of thing. It's but, like, yeah, now you're just telling the truth. You're not lobbying. You're just telling the truth now. You ain't got to worry about coming yeah. back. So, well, I'm I really wish I had disappointed a, a, a funny that you. Story, yeah, but I don't. Sorry. I mean, I, I. He wasn't ever mean to me. He wasn't like nice to me. Like we had literally two feet between us on an elevator, and that was about it. You just and, I, like, and just... I saw him in the hallways walking around the stadium, and I would just go, "Hey, Jack." Like, just... but I've done that with a lot of people. I've done that with Nick Casario like the day after I met him. I was like, hey, Nick. And he was like. Is his face that okay. big in person? He looks like he's got a huge face. No. Like, well, your he's face actually a skinny dude. Huge. Is he? He's a skinny dude, yeah. His face looks humongous. He's, well, he's skinny to me. He's probably actually like fit. Yeah. But I'm yeah. big. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, well, I'm super disappointed that you knew the fucking lyrics to uh, Deep in the Heart of Texas. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping you would fail miserably, so. Well, I did my, my state proud, unlike you. So I think I think the decades need to, to to back me up on this. Opening day next year, you need to be. That's how you need to open the show, singing the entire song. That means I gotta learn it and like actually sing. Have you heard me sing, dude? I have you ever oh, stepped on a cat? Have you ever stepped on a cat's tail or foot and listened to it scream? Yeah, that's what it sounds like when I sing. It's awful. I think it'd still be great. Awful. Okay, mom, shut. No, pipe down, Jenny. My mom's in the chat like, yes, yes, no, pipe down, Jenny. I don't need your two cents on this. There well, might not even, there might we'll not even be it. a berry on deck by next season. <laughs> Dude, I appreciate this, man. We'll I know you, got to you know what? If you do it, I'll donate to a charity or something. Hey, oh, now you're talking my language. <clears throat> now you're talking my language. What is that? That's uh, end of March, beginning of April. I'm trying to think, do we do anything around there? I don't think so. We'll figure it out, though. Hopefully yeah. you all forget this we'll by now. So, hey, dude, uh, I, <laughs> I will say because I was watching all, I was watching most of the show. Uh-huh. Uh, the Nashville thing with the new stadium, I yeah. read up on it earlier today. The the deal when they signed the when the Oilers signed the deal with Nashville that hey we're going to move the team there. There was a clause in that contract that said the city has to pay to upkeep and keep it quote state of the art. So. And it's just like the Harris County Sports Authority. They formed that, and they were like, all right, cool. So they didn't. And so the, I guess, organization who's supposed to do it has been putting it off for three or four years, knowing that they were going to want a new stadium. So they haven't done any renovations. And apparently the cement pillars that hold the upper 
wrap the upper deck up are starting to like shimmy and they need to be reinforced with steel before oh. another season. This is what I read. Oh shit. So the city went out and got a bid and the, the Titans went out and got a bid and it was going to cost $1.8 billion to reinforce all of the pillars with steel. What? And so then they looked at that and they looked at the cost of a, of a stadium and went, nah, stadium time. Plus, I know after uh, talking to somebody in Nashville before, they uh, somebody in Nashville Sports Radio, the NFL is wanting you to have a damn you're going to host a Super Bowl from here on out, basically, yeah. unless yeah. you're well, Miami. And that's that's part of it. They, I want, mean, they want new stadiums and preferably domes if it's going to be cold during Super Bowl. And I get yeah, it. Denver, it's just Denver apparently is on the list for a new one. That was part of the uh, the Walton deal. That was what I heard from my Uber driver who drove a couple of the people brokering the deal uh, like a month before we got there. It and he was like, dude, this is conjecture. He goes, he goes, but I had to drop that. He goes, I picked them up at the same hotel you guys were at. I dropped them off the stadium. All I can tell, I can tell you what I heard. I don't know if it's true or not, but apparently the Waltons own a plot of land out by the Denver airport. That's right next to the Opry land or the Gaylord hotel. And part of the deal with them signing with the NFL of like, Hey, you're going to buy this. They said, we want a Super Bowl." They said, cool. Put a freaking roof on a stadium. Went, yeah. All right. Well, we now the they're land. talking about Let's a new that. Soldier Field, or are the Bears getting a new stadium? So oh, even yeah. that one's going. Oh so. yeah, they're out of there. Well, homie, man, I appreciate it. This was dope. I know you got. You said four to four thirty, and I'm gonna try to get some NFL scores in before I wrap it up at five. But I appreciate you popping in, dude. This was uh, this was outstanding. Yeah, I appreciate it. Anytime. All right, keep killing it out there, man. All right, man. Hey, how can people follow you? Give them your Bye, give them your socials. Give them your socials. Give give them your oh. socials. Uh, on Twitter at Aaron is blitzed. Uh, Still, on what Instagram, in the fuck? Even though I don't, yeah, because I I drink a lot. Okay, I mean right. I haven't come sense. up with a better one. I haven't that come up with a better sense. one yet. That, that's and, a good one. So uh, at Aaron is blitzed still, and I I still kind of still hold on to that. Like I still in my garage I have a book of notes of every set of show notes I ever took doing the blitz. Really. And they're just sitting there, and I was like, this is all paper. I need to recycle it. But, like, every time I go to put it in the recycling bin, I'm like, but I have notes of, like, the stupid stuff we said. Like, I still have stupid stuff on a hard drive. Every stupid stuff I ever did and every one Jong ever did. And so, actually, I'm going to talk to – I think I'm going to text them this week and go, hey, every Friday after football season, I'm going to release one just randomly. Nice. You should. As they go. And just let people – just let people relive it a a little bit. A little nostalgia. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. All right, so at Aaron is blitzed on Twitter. Are you active on the IGs on Instagram? Not really. Okay, yeah. No, I use it to watch comedians. Uh, there you go. I need to post. Bits. Speaking of, I need to post some shit. All right. Uh, hey, I appreciate uh, you, homie. Yeah. Thank you, man. All right, we'll, man. We'll catch up next time. See you, All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is Aaron Raybold. At Aaron is blitzed on the Twitters. Oh, he's good to get some insight, man. He's, uh, he's killing it out there in the biz. I really wanted him to fail. I'm not going to lie. I was rooting for an Aaron is blitzed failure. I wanted Aaron Rabel to come on this show after talking shit to me about not knowing the lyrics to deep in the heart of Texas. And I thought, oh, this is a trap game. That's what I thought. It was a trap game. I was like, I'm going to bring him on. I'm going to put him on the spot. And he's going to be like, I don't know the lyrics. And I'm going to be like, aha, I knew it. And then he, he fucking he nailed it. He nailed it. He knew all the lyrics, but I pulled up some Gene Autry shit. I don't know what that was. It was weird. Dre's got five on it for the singing. I hate you. I hate you. Uh, he is good. People. What's up, Joe Pro? He is good people. 
Aaron is really good people. And, you know, you talk about behind the scenes. Here's something that Aaron Raybold will never get credit for. But, like, uh, I think I mentioned this once, and I don't think he would mind me telling you guys now. But when I got let go from ESPN Radio here in Houston back in 2020, uh, <clears throat> I started this show the following week. I was informed on a Monday. My last show was on a Wednesday. And Barry on Deck started the following Monday. Now, <clears throat> before that, Aaron was the producer of the Drive Time Show, The Blitz. Uh, myself and Joel Blank uh, co-hosted The Usual Suspects. Our producer was uh, Nick Sharara. But Aaron had this daily uh, rundown that he would put together. And he, would, he had started doing it on the morning show, and then he did it for the Blitz. And, but he would send it to pretty much all the on-air people and producers. And he would send it to, um, you know, me and Joel and everybody that was on air would get a copy of this rundown. And it was just topics. It was just ideas. And you could go with it. You could not go with it. But it would, he would sit there, and he would just come up with this four or five pages worth of stuff. Well, when I got let go and started my own show, I was used to show prepping, so I would do my own show prep. But I, to his credit, and I'll never, I'll never forget this as long as I live, uh, because this speaks to how good of a dude Aaron is. He never took me off the distribution list for that. So every day when I would wake up sad uh, and out of radio but still doing this show, uh, in my inbox at 7 o'clock in the morning would be a rundown that Aaron was still sending to the people at ESPN, but he was blind carbon copying me every morning, five days a week, up until the day he left ESPN. And then when he left ESPN, he was still doing it for his show with Jerry Bow, and he would still send it to me. So up until he just got out of producing altogether and, and, and got this current gig that he's at, he was still doing these rundowns and he would still send it to me every single day without fail. Uh, it was dope and it was awesome. And um, yeah, I, I can't tell you how good of a duty he is and how much I appreciated that. Because when, when you lose your job in radio and you start doing something like this, you're like, well, you know, do I, what do I do? And everyone's going to forget about me. And, and some people do and some people don't. And Aaron was one of those dudes that never, never let me just go. I mean, I would always get an email from him. It was, it was pretty badass. And like I said, you know, uh, those there's some things that happen to you in life that people do for you that may not seem like a big deal to them, but means the world to you. And that was one of those things for me. Aaron doing that for me just absolutely meant the world to me. He, he was just, it was almost like he was like, no, you're not forgotten, at least with him. So, it, yeah, it was absolutely amazing. Uh, and CeCe said that's why he got blessed with this, this great gig. Yeah, because good shit happens to good people. Hey, what's up, Lordy? Uh, Lordy said sports makes no sense right now. You, what, the Giants? The, the Eagles? The Jets? The Falcons are 3-3? Three and three? What do you mean sports? The Dodgers got bounced? Atlanta got bounced? What do you mean? It really doesn't make any sense. Uh, Dre said, great behind the scenes story. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. It's uh, it's, it, I like sharing stuff like that. And now I can share more of that shit. The further we get away from it. Hey, Mitch Madness said, let's go jets. J E T S jets, jets, jets. Sorry. I got to unbutton my pants. 
I had leftovers before the show started, and uh, my pants are about to, they're cutting off the circulation in my gut. Uh, let's get back to these these scores. Let's get back to NFL Week 6, because we started talking about it, and then it was time to get Aaron on the show, and I didn't want to uh, miss that. But I agree with you, Lordy. What the fuck is that? That's not what I wanted. Get out of here. Scram, beat it, kid. I wanted the box scores. There's no reason the Falcons should be three and three. That's a terrible football team. So we thought, I mean, they're okay. I just, uh, how can a, a Marcus Mariota team beat that defense? I don't know. The Patriots don't look now, but Bill Belichick is pissed off. The Browns scored 15 points. I, what's, I don't know what's more amazing. Uh, not that the Patriots are three and three. That's not no one, you know, it. Okay. But the fact is, I don't even know how to pronounce this dude's name. Zape, Zapey. I don't know. Who the fuck? Who, who is this? Who? 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 Yo, this dude. We'll call him BZ. Uh, goes 24 of 34 for 309 yards and two touchdowns. No interceptions. Super clean game against that Browns defense. That's a good Browns defense. Zappy. Oh, my gosh. Mm, that's a good Browns defense. Not, I mean, not vape, right? Zape. HBU. Is that where he went? He didn't go to HBU. No way. Is that what that said? Let's see. He went to Western Kentucky. Um, but that Browns defense is, is not terrible. Okay. Now, the, the 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 crazy thing and and again you know when we looked at the the Atlanta offense you look for playmakers and you're like eh. I mean kind of the same thing with this New England offensive attack you'd look up and down and you're like dude nobody stands out as being super sexy on this team which in the past you know you've had one or two guys along with Brady and even with Mac Jones but this, I feel like the Patriots right now are smoking mirrors, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, chat. It's the defense. Uh, they, they held the Browns to 15 points. Uh, that's, uh, that's the defense. I mean, they give up nine points in the fourth quarter, but at halftime, they're up 10-6, and you're like, yeah, okay. I could see this going either, but then they get 28 points in the second half. I don't know what's happening, but Bill Belichick has pinned his ears back and decided that you're not going to beat him with your offense. So you better hope you better you better hope for a uh, you know better hope that you can withstand the defensive punch that the Patriots are going to bring. Because uh, let's go back. Let's let's look at this real quick. Patriots shut out the, the lies. Now, granted, they gave up 27 to a, a, a bad Green Bay offense. I'm not going to hold it against them that they gave up 37 to Baltimore. Tua and Miami put up 20. All right. Pittsburgh scores twice. Um, but I feel like after a 1-3 and three start, Belichick was like, all right, now these are not killer offenses either. Although the Lions offense has been really good. Um, and in fact, I want to say they were top 10 for a while. That may have changed, but D- Detroit's defense is probably the worst in football, but offensively points wise. Yeah. 
411 yards a game uh, for Detroit. I figured they were up there. Points-wise, they are third in the league. So that's a really good uh, offense. It's just a terrible defense. That's why Detroit sucks. But my point is, is you feel like these last two games, Belichick is kind of like, okay, we, we know what we are and we know what we're not. And we know what we can do and we know what we can't do. But what we can do is get after you on defense, hold you to two, maybe, you know, two scores, maybe two touchdowns and a field goal a game, and take our chances. And they've given up 15 points now in two games. And one of those offenses was one of the better offenses in the league, at least through the first couple weeks of the season. Now, Cleveland also not a bad offense. 24 points a game. That's top 10. Belichick just locking them down. So, um, you're right, man. This is a topsy-turvy world we're living in, Lordy. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but Patriots end up beating the Browns. I don't the, the this whole Jets thing is just amazing to me. The Jets are four and two. They beat the Packers, who are three and three. And I don't know if this is an indication of how bad the Packers are or how good the Jets are. I don't know which is which. I mean, this is the worst that the the the, the Packers have looked offensively probably since Aaron Rodgers became the starter in Green Bay. And he made the comment that I think we just need to simplify things. And what that means is that these cats down here, they don't know what's going on. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. And which kind of surprises me why Randall Cobb is only getting one target a game. How bad is he? Is it that bad? Because at least he knows the offense, right? You would think. I don't know, man, but that offense is looking bad. Uh, Jets are now four and two. Zach Wilson with a eh, eh, 10 of 18, 110 yards. Didn't kill you. It's a very Cooper Rush like outing for Zach Wilson. And that's okay. Because with that defense, that run game, 180 yards on the ground. Holy shit. You do that every game, you're going to be just fine. You're going to be just fine. You can get away with 110 yards through the air if you're going to put up 180 on the ground and control the ball. What was time of possession over here? Jets look like they're for real, though. Time of possession, Jets, damn. Only 28. Uh, Packers had the ball longer. Well, they must have been a big rip then. Let's see. Let's go back. It's got to be. Yeah, a long of 34. So big chunk plays. 34, 25, and 20. Okay, that makes sense. Um, Barry, did you see Brees Hall running around with a cheese hat on after the game? Oh, dude. Hilarious. And Alan Lazard went over and knocked it off his head, which was even more hilarious. So if you didn't see Brees Hall after the game in Green Bay, he goes up to a Jets fan who gives him a cheese head. I wonder if they got a picture of it. Um, but he gives him a cheese head. Oh, it was sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was sauce. Yeah, it was sauce. Um, was it, yeah, it, was it Sauce Gardner that did that? Yeah. Um, but, uh, let me see if I can find it. Let's see. Sauce. Cause the picture looks weird as shit. Just, just the picture. I'm like, mm, that, that don't, that, that seems weird. 
Let's see. Open image in new tab. I'll just slap this over. Here. Look at that. That looks so weird. So yeah. So Sauce Gardner has on a cheese head. And um Alan Lazard saw it and went over there and slapped it off his head. Just boop, knocked it off. Now the it wasn't like malicious, like it didn't start a fight, and they talked about it later. He's like, look, I'm sure if I was had on some sort of Jets helmet or something like that, he'd do the same thing. There's no disrespect. It was just a, you know, just a funny little petty thing that we that I did and he did and whatever. So, yeah, uh, super funny though. Um, man, I again, I don't know what is more shocking at this point that the Packers are this bad offensively, or, or that the Jets are just this good. How is this team four and two? They lost against Baltimore. No shame in that. Beat Cleveland barely, but they beat them. Lost to Cincy, but they beat a bad Pittsburgh team. They've beaten a beaten up Miami team and a Green Bay offense that's eh. I mean, look, they still got a chance to beat Denver. Uh, that that the next two three games though in the division, New England and Buffalo and New England is going to be a struggle. They should beat Chicago as well as they're playing. Minnesota's going to be tough. Buffalo's going to be tough again. So, I mean, they've got a pretty... They don't have the easiest schedule coming up, right? But if we... Let's let's just go here. I think they can beat Denver. Uh, well, it's on the road. Mm. <sighs> I don't know. If I had to predict right now, I'd probably just... Um, they're starting to click. Yeah. Shock the world though. It really is. All right. Look, I don't think that, uh, I think the defense is playing well enough. So let's just say that Russ still can't get his shit together. I kind of want to see Denver tonight against LA and see what they do, but let's give them the, let's give them the dub. Okay. Let's give the jets the dub. They're five and two. They're probably split with new England, right? One home, one away. So that makes them six and three. They're probably going to lose to Buffalo. That makes them six and four. Beat Chicago, seven and four. Lose to Mini. That's seven and five. Probably lose to Buffalo again. That's seven and six. They should be able to beat Detroit. Although I don't know if they can hang with them offensively, but defensively they'll be fine. So let's give them a dub against Detroit. It's eight and six. Jacksonville, I think, petered out. We'll call that nine and six because they're good. Seattle is weird, but beatable. So 10 and 6 going into the final game. If Miami's healthy, ooh, ooh, ooh. Set up for a little showdown there. It's on the road, too. They already dropped one at home against Miami, right? Oh, no, they beat Miami at home. So this is a team, theoretically, that could finish 10 and 7, uh, 11 and 6. The Jets, 10 wins, 11 wins. Actually, feasible. This is not crazy talk. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not crazy for saying this. <clears throat> it's pretty amazing, if you ask me. Pretty amazing. Uh, I'm just waiting to see the Jets shock the world and beat New England or Buffalo team. Uh, look, it's the way this year is gone. That's not super crazy either. That's not the most ridiculous thing in the world to think that they could do that. Not by a long shot. So Jets beat the Packers. Um, Colts and Jags have a shootout. And again, this goes back to a conversation we had earlier about Thursday night football. Look how bad the Colts looked on Thursday night football. Then they go out and roll up 34 on full rest. I'm telling you, there's something to that short rest bullshit. But Colts B 
beat the Jags division game at home, take care of business. Colts are now three and two. Um, <laughs> they barely ran the ball. In fact, I think in the second half, they were just like, fuck it. They just started airing it out. Matty Ice, 58 attempts. He threw the ball almost 60 times. 389 yards passing, 42 of 58, three touchdowns, no interceptions, an 82 QBR. They had 45 yards on the ground. They didn't give a shit about running the ball. It was insane. They either, one of two things happened in this game. All right, one of two things happened. Either they felt specifically that they could exploit the secondary of the Jags and were like, let's just do it. Or... They felt like they were sputtering and decided, you know what? We're 2-2-1. Two, two and one. We've looked terrible. Fuck it. Let's just air it out. Matt, what do you want to do? I want to throw the ball, bro. I like to. Let's just throw the ball. Just throw the rock around the yard. Let's go. All right, let's air it out. Let's do it. And they committed to that, and Matty Ice has turned it around. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. But we'll see. There's very Jekyll and Hyde. A lot of these teams are, though. A lot of these teams are very Jekyll and Hyde right now. Vikings beat the Dolphins 24-16. Vikings still rolling. They are fi- a quiet, quiet 5-1. Very quiet 5-1. Kirk Cousins has a very pedestrian day. 20 of 30, 175 yards, two touchdowns. That's nice. <clears throat> Davin Cook broke a big one there. That 53-yarder, you probably saw highlights of it. Um, Justin Jefferson kind of getting back on track. He had a one bad outing on prime time, but... Seems to be turning it around again. So, don't look now. Minnesota in the driver's seat of that division. And the poor Dolphins. Jesus. Can this team catch a break? I'm not even a Dolphins fan. But for the love of everything, holy, right? So, you can see that Bridgewater had to finish the game. They go into it with Skylar Thompson getting his first start. (coughs) Excuse me. Skylar Thompson gets his first start and then gets injured. Second quarter, I think, goes out in the second quarter after taking a hit. Yeah, a big, and and here comes Teddy Bridgewater. And to his, Mike McDaniel said, listen, we've got to stop saying that quarterback play is an excuse. Uh, Actually, Mike, it's probably the best excuse. It's probably the only excuse that you have. Otherwise, yeah, I mean, you just, just play better, right? But this is such a quarterback-dependent league. You had captured Lightning in a bottle with Tua. You thought, well, maybe Teddy can hold it down, but then, you know, concussions with him and Thompson getting injured. It's just this been one thing after another. And Tyreek Hill had gotten hurt and was out for a while or was going to miss some time, but he's okay. But you just, man, they got to figure it out because... You can't, it, people are going to get injured. So, Waddle got hurt, I believe, too. Wasn't that on the, on the um, injury report? Oh, I didn't add it, but he was, he was on the injury list, too. So, poor Dolphins. And Trey, bless his heart, if you'll recall, uh, Trey Tutson and I had a bet on the Dolphins. And um, we didn't even say what it would be about, but he said the Dolphins would, I don't know, be like f- four and two or something like that. 
And they weren't, and they won't be. But I was like, bro, I'm not going to. He goes, so, you know, just go easy on me. Whatever it is you choose, just go easy on me because I'm not going to. I'm not gonna win the bet you won. And I'm like, well, okay, so uh you're punished you're you're you have to marry a white woman. That's the that's the punishment. You have to marry a white woman, Trey. And he was like, Ugh, give me three years. But I said, well, dude, I'm not gonna hold you to that bet. Oh, not with all those injuries. I you know, fully healthy with two and stuff. Let's see. Fair's fair. Ah bets off with those injuries come on that's not even fair i wouldn't do that to him so when is the trey show again uh last wednesday of the month i don't know when that is but whatever the last wednesday of the month is so yeah dolphins reeling just one injury after another um saints and Bengals. Bengals end up winning that 30 to 26 bro oh. um these are two teams that I just right now are I, I honestly I'm just not even watching a lot. But the 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 Saints, I know you can talk to anybody in the chat. Um got a real problem defensively, for sure. Got a real problem defensively. Uh and I don't know what to make of the Bengals. I mean, you know, Joey Burrow does his thing, 28 to 37, 300 yards, three touchdowns, but Bengals should be better than three and three. And I think the Saints are probably about where I expect them to be right now, at least at two and four. They show, they show, uh, they show up and have a good game. And then they don't. Now, I mean, look, the Bengals defending Super Bowl participant. They're not great this year. But I think that the the big problem with the Saints is defensively. But I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong. Andy Dalton and you know. That's your guy. That kind of says a lot, anyways. If 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 Andy Dalton is your guy, it kind of says a ton about where your franchise is right now. It just means you don't have your guy. You, you don't have your one, so you're getting by. And I think that's what the Saints are doing right now. Um, let's see, we've got time for we got time for a few more. We're getting through. We're getting through it. Here's another one of those. What is going on with this team? How are the Giants five and one? First of all, Lamar Jackson shit the bed. Jared! Thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Appreciate you, famo. That was very kind of you. Lamar Jackson has some problems. Um, Ravens turning the ball over was part of the, well, big part of the problem. But... Look, the Giants capitalized when they needed to. They still had some <clears throat> a rough go of it, uh, a couple of trips down into the red zone. But when it mattered, they got the job done. And you know, Saquon Barkley's looking really good. He's looking back and healthy. And Daniel Jones isn't killing this team. You know, he's not going to set the world on fire. I don't think. I think you know. I'll I'll say this. I am pleasantly surprised at what I see from Daniel Jones because because before the season started, I would have lumped to Daniel Jones in there with Trey Lance and Justin Fields and Tua and a few other quarterbacks where it's like, look, this this is what you're gonna get. I mean, these are just younger versions of guys like Andy Dalton and uh, you know, I won't even say Matt Ryan because he went to the Super Bowl, but guys that, you know, show well statistically but just end up 
something about them. They just don't get their job done, and they're prone to bad seasons and bad weeks and or stretches of bad games. But right now, I mean, I'm, look, if there's ever a team, a candidate for someone that could shit the bed and go one and five after starting the season five and one, it's the Giants, right? It's the Jets. But right now, just face value, five and one. And that's an honest win. I mean, uh, let's let's look at their schedule. Is this an honest five and one? They beat Tennessee. <clears throat> they beat Carolina. Yes. I mean, okay. They lost to Dallas at home. That sucks. They beat a bad Bears team. They beat a suspect Green Bay team. And they have beaten a good Baltimore team um, at home. Now, they've only played one road game. That's crazy. That's crazy. I didn't realize that. They are five and one. They've played one road game. They won it. They are five and one and played one road game, which boy means they got a lot of road games left. Maybe they do come back down to earth. Uh, let's see what their who their road games at. Jacksonville, Seattle. Oh, there's a, they got a bye week in Houston, at home and Detroit back to back. Jeez, how look at that. Lucky. Giants about to be nine and one. Giants are about to fuck around and be nine and one going into that Cowboys game. A revenge game. Yeah, Saquon Barkley's the man for sure. No doubt about it. But the Giants are literally about to be nine and one going into that Dallas game. <clears throat> then they got and then and then the meat of their division, you know, play. They've got the Dallas, Washington, Philly, Washington. They'll probably Split with some of those games. I don't know what they'll do against Philly. I I mean, logic tells you right now Philly beats them both times, but Giants are playing good enough. They might steal one at home. But if they're 9-1 and going into Dallas, let's say that they get Dallas. Excuse me. Um, And then so now they're 10-1. and Let's say they just split with everybody in the division, right? So they're 10-1. They're going to be 10-2. and um, they'll be 10 and three. They'll be 11 and three. They'll be 12 and three. The Minnesota and Indy, they'll probably split those giants could literally be 13 and four. Holy shit. That's insane. Crazy talk. These responses to his tweet, whose tweet Easterby just tweeted. He loves y'all. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. I can see three, 13 and four in that wild potch, the giants, the giants could go 13 and four and not even make the playoffs because Dallas and Philly. Uh, what? They'd be the third, they'd be third in the division. And this is the same division that we used to laugh at because they couldn't even put a playoff team that has a winning record up, it felt like. Flatline. What was that for, Jim? What do we flatline? Yeah, and they probably won't win the division. I know. Right, I got to go see what Easterby's tweet is. Let's see. Jack Easterby Twitter. This smarmy cocksucker. <clears throat> oh, let me put up a picture of my kids. 
My family and I are thankful for our time in Houston. We appreciate the opportunities the McNair family has provided us and wish the organization well moving forward. Fuck you! Yeah! Bye! Bye, bitch! Don't let the door hit you on the way out, Jack. Raggedy ho. Hey, Jack, thanks for ruining our fucking franchise, Jack. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. Bye. Thanks for running an already suspect ass comment or a team into the ground. Character coach. Kiss my ass. I'm glad you don't have a job, and I would never tell anybody that except you, raggedy ho. <clears throat> Christopher Mina said, great show. Let's go Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Respond to Wingberry. I'm about to. Uh, you know what? All right. Let's craft a. Uh... You are a trio. True OG. Oh, fuck you, PC load letter, you dumb bitch. Houston is not thankful for your time here, in case you're wondering. Nice. Uh, thank you for ousting the sexual predator known as Deshaun Watson. Okay. He had nothing to do with that. Shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> Boop. God bless and goodbye. <laughs> Let's see what else we got. Uh, I'm here to tell you right now. We don't care. <laughs> Bam. All right. That gets a like. Honestly, you were the downfall of this organization. See you, Jack. We're going to miss you, Jack. You did great things for the Texans, and it's a shame that a vocal minority of fans aren't able to see that. If it was up to the true fans like me, you'd have a job with the Texans forever. Shut the fuck up. Okay, see, this is why I can't... If you don't understand how this dumbass fucked up this team, you're not a true fan. You're a fucking idiot. This is why I'm not allowed to have Twitter because I send shit like this. Yeah, I send. Oh, fuck off, Twitter. God damn it. Yeah, we're sending it anyways. Did we get this wrong? Hey, most people don't tweet stuff like this. Yeah, well, most people, uh, most people they have a heart, have a conscience. Uh, me, I do not tweet. Fuck off. Holy burner account, Batman. That's hilarious. Uh, <clears throat> what is this one? Get out. Okay. Uh, oh, bam. Ever since Jack Easterby has walked into this organization, nothing good has happened. Uh-oh. You had to know this wouldn't go well. Bye, 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 bye. Oh, I love it. Splap. <laughs> such assholes. It's so great. Thanks so much, Jack, for helping the Texans in 2019 and 2020 by ruining the best roster they had since 2011. <laughs> Thank you for nothing. Oh, my God. This is so great. These are fucking, this is making my whole day. Get out. Why wouldn't you even tweet? Go on, get. <laughs> this liquid gold. Go on, get. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you guys you guys can't hear the audio it's so great Barry love god damn it CC
Oh my god, Cece, you are the fucking best. That is hilarious. Oh my god. Oh my god. I was like, who the fuck? What Barry? What Barry? No, who liked this? Who liked this? No, who liked this? Uh, no, the fuck he don't. God damn it, CC. That is the funniest shit. You are crazy. I'm over here pushing reply on the thing. It's not the window. Oh my God, I love you, CC. Uh, you are just. Unfucking believable. Uh, Barry's gonna be invited to Easter Bees for dinner. <sighs> just leave. Love that. I gotta just uh, go and get. Thank you for getting rid of rapists. Okay, uh, Easter Bee had nothing to do with that. My family and I are thankful for the McNair family decided to give that opportunity to someone else. <laughs> Wishing nothing but the best for you and your family. Shut the fuck up, Christopher. Good riddance. Mm, scarf. And that's not Scarface. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. I want I want so badly for you guys to have audio. He's fine. Get that son of a bitch up. Are y'all getting that at all? <laughs> Can y'all hear that? Can y'all hear Trump? Ah, oh, that's so great. I wish y'all could have heard Trump. Uh, he was like, get that son of a bitch off the field right now. He's fired. I don't wish ill will on anyone. I think you may be a very decent person. Shut up, Rob. Uh, you may be a very decent person, but ending up being uh, being a toxic entity in a franchise that was already struggling on so many levels. I wish you and your family the best of luck. Uh, but I'm pleased with this parting of the ways. Fuck off, Rob. Say it like a man with your chest. Hey, there we go. There we go. Nope. Nope. He's like, get the fuck out. Oh, I thought it was who the fuck is that guy? The queen bounds out. That's so good. What work is done here? This is just great. I just, I want to go through all these and just like them all. Thank you for imploding the organization from within, ruining our relationship with Hopkins, Clowney, Deshaun, the Honey Badger. Nearly Andre Johnson and half the city of Houston. Goodbye. Don't let the door hit you. We are not thankful for your time in Houston. <laughs> Get the fuck out. This is so great. Not using John C. Prepper's account. Oh, this is so awesome. Bye, Felicia. Go fuck yourself. Oh, my God. Chat. That made my day. Cece, you are a G. That was the funniest shit ever. <sighs> oh, Marcus Cammy, huh, Kareem? Nice. Angry Me said, I feel like Barry is passionate about this. I I'm literally wearing a Fire Easter Bee shirt that I made fucking three years ago. 
I swore off the Texans until they fired two people. Bill O'Brien and Jack Easterby. I can finally come home. I'm finally proud to be a Texans fan again. Well, I mean, we still suck as a franchise and a team on the field. But I'm back, baby! Let's go, Texans! Well, they did the little... I don't know. Like, I saw David Carter do that one. He was like, we're the Texans. I was like, that's kind of like a... Like when you make a rabbit and a shadow puppet, David. Just do that. Like a weirdo. Uh, BLT Ajax said, are you ending your stream? Yes. I usually go from 2 a.m. to, uh, or excuse me, 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. Three-hour show. But I appreciate you stopping by, BLT. Is it BLT or BIT? I can't tell. Come back tomorrow. We do it again. We're going to go through the rest of the games. We're going to talk some NCAA football. Catch up on what we, uh, what transpired. We got to talk Bama, Tennessee. Got to talk the shakeup in the AP poll. Finish up these NFL games. We'll recap Monday Night Football. Kareem said, go tribe. Hell yeah, go tribe. And we got to talk baseball. We still got a lot to make up for. A lot of sports to go. So come back tomorrow, 2 p.m. Okay, 205, 7, 8, 207. To be here by 210. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with me. Um, good start to the week. Thank you guys so much. Thank you to my guest, Jenny's mom, and uh, Aaron Rabel for coming in and proving that he actually does know the words to Deep in the Heart of Texas. Pissed me off. Oh, shut up, Jared. 213 and you're good, bitch. Reyes said three hours is not long enough. No, Reyes, this is no. I'm not. No. No. Bobbeam been dead. Bye, bye, Bobbeam. All right, y'all. I appreciate you. Thank you for hanging out. Yeah! <clears throat> Thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Guys, I will see you all tomorrow. Thank you all for the bits. Thank you for the subs. Thank you for the follows. Thank you to my guests. Thank you for watching. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. Do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. Most importantly, love each other. See you tomorrow. And he's making a YouTube video.